party, and you just try to hop into someone else's conversation. Yeah. But, like, you don't know enough about any of these people to actually communicate with them. So you just kind of walk up. So, so you, just, you just walk up, and, like, you're just, like, standing there and nodding. And, like, they, <laughs> they, they continue the conversation. They sort of, like, you know, give you a look, this little side eye of, like, oh, who's, who's this guy? But they, they keep going. That's that's what it's like you to just listen to a podcast. Yeah, you just wait for your opportunity <laughs> to jump in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except for with a podcast, you can't say anything. I mean, you can it's talk just, to yourself. Yeah. I do yeah. usually. I like, do I mean, I mean, so that's like me at a party. So like, I just hop into a conversation, but I don't, I don't participate. You just stare. <laughs> I think the reason I like podcasts is because I, it's basically like you almost feel like you're there in a sense, like you're almost in the conversation, but you're not right. really in the conversation. Right. But you feel like it, like it, it's it's weird. I imagine that the future is actually going to be like, there's definitely going to be the sort of like Twitch effect of it, where people are going to be communicating with you in real time while you're doing the podcast. Yeah. Um, like I, I imagine that's already done to some degree, but I feel like it hasn't really hit the point where that's that's the that's the norm. I think that's harder to manage in a way. Oh, definitely. I mean, like, it's different where you, like, if you have, like, a producer or somebody who's running shit, and, like, they're, they're reading tweets or whatever. Yeah, like someone moderating. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, I think if I was, like, in a conversation, I would rather just have the fucking conversation be between the people that are here. Yeah. It almost feels like you're eavesdropping, really. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, like, me at a party. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. I just, uh, you know, walk up to the conversation, and I just stand there. And just like, maybe there's some point where I'm gonna be like, I have something useful to say. Yeah. But even if I, even if I do, it's kind of pointless. The the problem is too is which is like a podcast and like parties. It's it's part of the reason I don't I don't like I don't like parties where I don't know at least ninety percent of the people that are gonna be there. And not even that. Yeah. I don't like parties if I'm not in the 90th percentile of intoxication for the people that are there. Yeah. <laughs> like, I have to be. Like, I feel like that's most parties, though. For me, <laughs> yeah. So you yeah, because like I always, <laughs> I'm I'm always there first, and or the drunkest, or and. I like I I don't feel like I get drunk at parties like ever anymore. Like, I used to and stuff, but now I just, like, I don't know. It's more of the, the social, social aspect. aspect. Yeah. yeah. Like, but, I don't know. I've, I've always, like, sort of had this obligation of, like, I need to, I need to be home. <laughs> so I'm, like, I'm just going <laughs> to not be that guy that drinks a lot. <laughs> yeah. After, uh, this is as far as I'm going to go, after the incident at the last party, any parties in the future, I'm going to tone it down a bit. You say that. I say that. I mean, that's just... It's just common courtesy. It's a hindsight thing. It is a hindsight thing. I didn't know that was going to happen. But either way... No no one saw it coming. Not really, no. And and honestly, like, the people that were involved, they they don't... They don't really... They don't remember or care, really. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Which is a good thing. Yeah. But, uh... No, the the worst part is, because that was always my formula for, for parties with that group. But, uh, I was already really drunk, and the first, the first, like, eight people that showed up were people I didn't know. Yeah. So it yeah. just completely f- fucking screwed me over. Yeah, yeah. 
And then as like, soon as... Like, I didn't know any of the people that were, like, from their, their like, workplace. Yeah. So that's always, like, that's always uncomfortable when you when you mix, like, two different friend groups. It's weird yeah. for me because, like, I see them sometimes. Because, like, I never work on their shifts, but sometimes I see them. Mm. And so they know I work there, but they don't know me at all. Yeah. And, like, it's, like, this weird fucking it's thing. It's like you're the guy in the corner. Yeah. At the party and at work. <laughs> it's like, uh... <laughs> Like, the most I've ever said to these people is, what's up? <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> was it busy tonight? Or? <laughs> Kicked ass in Theater 6. There's piss everywhere. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> um, Jake and myself uh, decided to do this podcast. Just We've been listening to podcasts a lot, as we were talking about. So I feel like we just kind of wanted to do it for the fuck of it, basically. We're not getting paid. No, we're not getting paid. We have no sponsors. <laughs> Yet. Uh, so we're just talking and shit with a microphone on. And then this is our friend Brian, also here. What's going on? But You can't respond to this podcast. Yeah, you <laughs> we were just respond. talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> you can't ask them how they're doing, because then they're well, going to be like... I, I mean, you, I mean, I kind of just sh- did. You should, just to be polite, really. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're just being friendly, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I'm concerned with how the immer- the internet, uh... Internet? <laughs> yeah. The internet. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm concerned with words. <laughs> we just ordered Wisconsin six cheese. Actually, three cheese. Yeah, three, we got a nice three uh, cheese Wisconsin pizzas. three cheese pizza from, uh, from Doug Dimidome's Domino's. And, uh, what'd you get? You got mozzarella, cheddar, and provolone? I, I got three cheeses. It's the yeah. Wisconsin three cheese. It's on the menu. Yeah, it's right there. It's All I know is that there's going to be an intermission at some point. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be uh, food involved. Uh, we can't talk with the food. I mean, we, I mean, we could. It's just not very appropriate. No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> not very considerate. No. Uh, I wish there was a way. There's got to be a way eventually, very far in the future, but uh, 3D printing, but... Uh, with food and instant messages. <laughs> That's 3D what. print instant messages. Yeah, but like edible ones. <laughs> like like an easy bake oven that has like a Bluetooth. Oh, like I, I thought you were talking about like or a BlackBerry. Like it just prints like out the words that you you texted <laughs> someone or something. It just prints like, out stickers. It, it's it's just like old AOL like chat sort of you know boxes. They're gonna do that with emojis before anything. Especially after how well re- received the uh, Moji movie Dude, was. AOL, you could like have. Oh the, yeah, very well received. Yep. You could have the, the fucking, critical acclaim. You could literally have the ugliest uh, chat messages on AIM, like because you could do the box, like the background box background, and then you could do the, the font right? inside of the text, and then you could do the actual text itself. Like I the that. line of text was yeah. color too. So it always like <laughs> you, you could, could do change, you could make it look like it was highlighted, right? Yeah. So it's highlighted with like with like an ugly ass color Wait, can, and then so, so like burgundy. We, like I don't I don't know much about three D printers, but like can they do different colors like on the fly? I don't know. I don't think. So. I don't know shit about. I've like, never. I know I've that, never I know that seen they can they can print plastic. Yeah. So it's like obviously they like whatever plastic you're feeding into it, like that can be different colors, I guess. Mm. But I don't know how they could organize the colors. Like on the on the fly, I don't know I, how they work at all. That'd be so, no, I, I have no idea. 
I had some science shit that is uh, like, like it, it, it sort of works on almost like a like a two dimensional level, but it just does very thin layers as it works its way oh, okay. upward. So like whatever the design is, it needs to like work from a like oh on its way up or from a, a single point where like maybe it works down and yeah, like print the image that way. I've seen videos of it. I've never seen one in person. Yeah, yeah. I I know uh, they had one at the high school. I don't know what it's for. I don't know what they would need it for, but I know they had one. I feel like it probably could be just for the technology courses. Yeah. I feel like it'd be fun to just... It'd be expensive to just mess around with a 3D printer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But you you could probably make food with it eventually. Which oh, is, they've, they've already... They made food I mean, with yeah, it? you want your yeah. food to be plastic. No. Like, no, no, like... You, like, you can it, feed it in cricket plastic, protein. Because like, <laughs> it can 3D print whatever material it, like, the, the device is, like, programmed to be able to use. Like, if it can heat up the, like, a, a type of metal to a certain temperature where it liquefies, it can, it can use, um, like, metal instead of plastic. Um, so you could technically pretty much build anything with a 3D printer. Yeah. Like more or less. Yeah. Like, uh, I remember reading, like, an article a while back of, like, uh, there's uh, a part of, like, AR-15 assault rifles. That was, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, everything, everything, everything. It's China's biggest, <laughs> biggest fears yeah. of rifles. rifles. <laughs> but, 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 like... So, just about every other part of the the gun is something that you can buy, and, like, it doesn't trace back to you. It's not, like, you know, something of, like, real, like, threat on its own. But this oh. part that is something that, you know, you, you're going to have, have, like, a name written down somewhere. It, there's going to be some sort of registry or whatever. You buy To get the part. Right. But... People designed, like, I think it was, like, some kid designed, like, a way to 3D print this part. So it's completely untraceable. And you can just assemble the the, the gun yourself. And, like, so, like, that kind of thing is, like, frightening, but impressive in its its own right. Because it's, like, if you know how, how to do this stuff and you have a 3D printer accessible to you, like... You can really wonder make about things like that could be used for anything. Yeah, I always wonder about how detailed they can be, like how on the nose they can fucking be. They could be pretty good. Like, um, I, I know mean, that this shit like, just came around within the last few years. It seems like or gained, like gained prominence within the last few years. Yeah. Like, well, what what do they call it? Uh, CNC machines? Like they they sort of like move along on like a sort of two dimensional track, and then it has like a drill bit that comes down and it like carves out into like wood or metal oh, or yeah, something okay. like that. Okay. Yeah, um. Yeah. So like you know they would use those type of things to make molds, and like the technology was already there to program it so that it could like cut very intricate shapes into those in order to cut out the molds that would you'd use to, like, you know, pour plastic into or whatever. So, like, I imagine a lot of that same technology just sort of was carried over into 3D printing. Mm-hmm. It was just a matter of uh, getting something that 
releases the material with the precision that the 3D printer does. Yeah. It's sort of the next yeah, evolutionary step. Just like, I don't know, I feel like I wouldn't use it for anything because there's nothing I would, like, <laughs> care to use it for. Cups. Action figures. <laughs> like, yeah, absolutely. Shot glasses. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like when ice cube holders, <laughs> like when, ice when, cold Bud Light <laughs> here, <laughs> ice cold Bud Light. Uh, but yeah, like uh, I'm looking up something for uh, like D and D, where like you can make uh, custom miniatures That's and cool. they and they 3D print them for you, or you can just buy the uh, blueprint that you just make on their just website print yourself, yeah. and print them yourself. So it's like, either you pay 30 bucks to have them or make it for you. basically an infinite amount. Or $10 and you get it and you can print your own. Yeah. That's mental. That's crazy. They're not going to even have toys in the future. They're just going to have a 3D printer <laughs> appliance that you put in like your living room and you scan your credit card and your kid goes up and they click what toy they want and Shows up. Well, like you. That's probably not going to be it, in the next. It's, it's not going to be years, uh, like, scanning your credit card, but like you'd have to. It's like, going to be scanning you, your phone. You buy, you buy, <laughs> you buy the ink for it. True. And it will, and it will do it there. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd imagine that they would just have them connected to the ink internet. Ink is the new currency. <laughs> it might as well you be. Just <laughs> ink is expensive as hell. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. fucking like literally, it's gold. Where does no? Okay, this is a dumb question. Where does printer ink come from? Is it made in a lab or is it harvested organically? It comes Um, from octopi. It doesn't... I I was going to ask that, but I knew I was wrong. I know it doesn't come from squids and shit. From squides. From squides. (laughs) I just... (laughs) Where do they... Does it... Do they make it or does it come from somewhere? I imagine that uh, there there is some sort of biological... uh, part to it in the first place. I mean, there has to be something. Whether it's, you know, uh, something, something, you know, long dead that has been decomposed into oil, which is how we get oil in the first place. Um, <laughs> so why... There shouldn't and, be a war then, for oil. Just It's going to be a war for ink soon. In like 30 years. <laughs> when 3D printers are all over the place. People are going to be fighting for 3D printer ink cartridges. I'm surprised there are, aren't already Could, people fighting for printer ink. There, there's, you there's can never like, find what you need. I guess there's, like, pens that, like, you can just freehand do, like, these sort of 3D sort of sculpting with. I don't know what that was, but I just smacked it in the face. Mosquitoes? Probably that spider in the glass. The spider. <laughs> it didn't... Yeah. <laughs> No, I, I I don't like printers. I I'm glad I don't need to use one. <laughs> Classic segue there. Do you uh, do, do you own a printer? Yeah, dude. You yeah. you uh, you both have one. You ever try and find the fucking ink for it? Uh, yeah, it's it's do, difficult. But do, you, you I mean, if you do it online, it's probably simple. Yeah, just buy it from there. What's that? But I remember when we got one and we when You're we never still had it. No, never. We still yeah. had a Staples in Oswego, and the the aisle for ink is like. It's it's a it's a maze. Well, it, it, like in that way, it's kind of like batteries for things that have unconventional batteries. I don't like, even use batteries, like, so I wouldn't know. Well, like if you use like a laptop or you use like oh, a yeah. like a like a 
like a camera of some sort. Yeah. Like Except a, those weird... Not, not like a phone camera. Those like. weird, like, freaking like, parallelogram batteries. Yeah. Not even, right. they're just like, it's just a random shape. Or like, watches. It's like that shape doesn't exist in the wild. Like for, for the longest time, like, watches is such a pain in the ass, because like, as soon as the battery dies on a watch, you're like, I might as well just get rid Throw of this out. whole thing. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm never going to find the right battery. Yeah, that's true. That's I, I bought so many watch batteries in bulk just because the, the Pokemon Go Plus uses it, so I just have to switch well, it out. It, 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 it isn't just you like can't charge it. I thought you would plug it in. No, it's it's a watch battery. That's that's asinine. the worst design ever. Mm-hmm. Classic, so, classic I mean, Nintendo. I wish you could recharge it, but I think that is like, classic Nintendo because <laughs> legitimately, like all of their old devices, yeah, are like, just like, like the pocket. oh, just loaded up with double uh, A batteries. Well, there was the like. Yeah. There was the walk. There was like one thing that you fucking the Pokey Walker. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. That takes a watch battery too. Because my cousin, my little <laughs> cousin, was a pedometer. Was, right? He's been using it for his game, and he was asking me for watch batteries and shit because it has died. But I don't know what it ex- like what it actually does. I mean, it's it, does it count your steps and shit? I mean, the Pokey Walker. Like, yeah, I think it. I remember you could uh, hatch eggs maybe for like. What's it for? For like it's the for DS? Like, yeah, it's for like emerald or some. I shit. remember it when I was. I remember when I was younger. There was a kid that had it, and what you did was it was sort of like uh, the more steps you walked, it would like train your Pokemon or level them up or something. Yeah. I don't think it hatched. I mean, it probably oh yeah, hatched maybe eggs. it does. It gives them experience. Yeah. Of some sort. But uh, going back to the random camera, digital cameras are a thing of the past. I don't ever see digital camera advertisements anymore. Yeah, they don't. The only they, time they, you see cameras they, is, like, photographers. Yeah. Like, full-blown photographers. Yeah. yeah. And Cause, going cause, back... Because the, the, the less professional photographers are just going to use stuff that's built into their phone. Everything's fine. Because yeah. phone cameras are... It's time for the intermission. Are, are pretty good by now. Yeah. Yep. Time out. I'm going to... Wait, you have to get it, don't you? It's your card. Yeah, but you can just sign for it. It's on your account. Yep. Tip them. Uh, don't tip them. I don't care. It's not my house. My thought was because you brought up the weird batteries for digital cameras, and right. I remember we had we used to have digital cameras and stuff like that. It literally looks like they go around on like beaches and just find weird shaped rocks and like, yep, let's make the battery look like this. <laughs> we'll have we'll have two letters, three numbers, and then like two exponents and a decimal thrown in there somewhere, and that'll be the model number for this battery. Right, and, and, and then, like the the exponents are something like you you have to like Google how to type in. <laughs> Cause it's, you're like like, alt, it's like alt yeah. control three four four, enter enter, <laughs> and then it's the wrong. It's like it's a Spanish it's a Spanish exponent. So Google has no idea what you're looking for. Can't translate it. I'm gonna bitch about the new iPhone update when we get back from intermission. Oh, yeah. I, I updated my iPhone to iOS 11, and it is hilariously bad. Oh, God. I, well, I've got complaints about uh, Android 8.0 as well. So. There we go. It'll be good. Yeah. It'll be good. Uh, good discussion about how everything nowadays is one step forward, two steps back, and then the one step forward is for something that they didn't even need anyway. It's more like a sidestep and then a back. It's like a, it's like if you're playing chess and you're playing as the knight and you go backwards. You go. I you go, go backwards all the time. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, Classic um, night. speaking of chess, and like not to like advertise or anything, but there is 
a game for phones. I don't know if it's on Apple, but it's called Really Bad Chess. Interesting. And basically what it does is it randomizes the pieces that you get. That's pretty sweet. So you could you could just have like a shitload of knights and rooks. Oh, God, <laughs> I gotta see if they have it right now. Because I will play the hell out of that. Really bad chess. Oh, see, I probably I probably can't look it up because the App Store is so bad now. It won't let me search anything. I had to do a tutorial oh for the App Store. What? It had to. It had to. Yeah, I had to introduce me to the App Store again. Are we going an intermission? Yeah, I guess we'll take a timeout here. All right, we got a nice uh, technical timeout right now. We got the pizza going in, so. Because <laughs> you don't worry about it. <laughs> no, I put it down. <laughs> No, so... So we're back. <laughs> so we're back, and... We just watched South Park. We watched the new episode of South Park. Uh, yep. Put it down. About, uh... That was pretty good. I liked that they kind of, like, turned the whole thing into saying that Trump should stop tweeting. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's funny, because we were just talking about that, like, Monday night. We were talking about how he just needs to stop being on fucking Twitter. Yeah. It, yeah. it, it really he, doesn't help anything. Like, not the... He's necessarily has like a great like sort of like policy sort of background, or that he's doing anything that's, uh, like really impressing anyone on as far as uh, like his presidential uh, claims or whatever. Like yeah. he's not really advancing on the things that he said that he is going to be doing. Yeah. But like, just from like a respect standpoint, like yeah. I think people would respect <clears throat> him a lot more if he would know, stop saying stupid shit. Yeah. And I think a big part of the problem is a lot of people, uh, myself included, liked him because he was off the cuff and he was abrasive. But now even I'm, it's too much. The problem is he says a bunch of shit on Twitter that isn't true. And then because he has, like, such a like, supportive fucking, like, party, mm. they don't care. Like, they don't necessarily, like, look into that and, like they don't see it, and and I, it's like we were saying the whole uh, the Republicans and Democrats seem like they spend their time trying to just piss the other one off, mm -hmm. and I feel yeah. like the Republicans know that what he puts on Twitter is pissing them off, so they're just letting it. That's so enough like of a it. distraction so that they can do whatever yeah. is at their agenda. I mean, like I've been saying, they just like keep supporting. They'll they'll like literally they'll find a way to justify whatever he says, no matter what. Anyway, so yeah, yeah, doesn't matter. It's fucked up, dude. Like, I feel like, like, what other president has done that shit? Like, literally. None, really. I mean, there was, it's only been him and Obama that have lived in the social media in age. The Twitter era. And Obama yeah. was in, like, the tail end of it, and he was always, he was already seen as, like, this, like, Obama this, was, like, he was a like, cool he, dude. He, yeah. He, but, he, like, he was heavily criticized by even having Republicans Twitter, right? for, for having, you know, any of that, or, yeah. like, appearing on, like, Saturday Night Live or something but I, like yeah, that. Like, but like, that was, like, I felt like that was a good thing, in a lot of ways. I felt like he was a good speaker. Like, yes, he he just seemed like a good person to represent. I mean, obviously not all of his policies are great, but fucking he, like, acted like a president. Yeah. yeah. He had, uh, like, self-respect, yeah. almost. Not almost. He did have self-respect. And he also had fun, too. Like, you would see him on shows like that and shit. Yeah. Between two friends and shit. It's, it's very embarrassing when, like, for ever since the NFL or the MLB or the NBA or any of that has existed... 
the winning team has always gone to the White House to celebrate with the President of the U.S., and since Trump's been in office, none of them have bothered to go. They've all declined the invitation. Yeah. There, I think there was even some players in the NBA that, like, were trying to go and just see Obama Dude, in Chicago. <laughs> like, he's just, it really, it really he has poor character. Something. That's the problem. Yeah. He, he never, he doesn't care. He, he's very cocky and belligerent, and it pisses me off almost as much as uh, porn lately. <laughs> really trying to force that story. Really like. trying to force this story because it's been on my fucking mind. <laughs> All right, man. All right, go for it. What, what, tell, tell us about porn. So the other day I was on a pornography site. Pornog. I was on pornog.raffy. <laughs> and uh, I found this video and it was phenomenal. It was, okay. 11, it, was, it, was, it was like a seven minute, one of those highlight reel videos. Oh, yeah. So it had beginning, middle, and all condensed and all like that, a, right? Like a compilation, or was it just like... It was the same video, it but it was all the just, same video, just condensed. They took all the filler out. Okay, so 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 the, it's like the Game Pass version. Yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah, exactly. It's like, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's the Game Pass version, the condensed uh, video. I can't remember what the girl's name is, because I'm pissed, and I hope she just retires. But, uh... So she's a, just a really beautiful, like, Spanish girl. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those fake pawn pawn shop pornos. You ever see those? Yeah, yeah. Where it's like, oh, I want to buy this stereo system, but oh, I went to a pawn shop and I didn't bring any money with me. Whatever can I do? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's a scenario that'll never ever ever happen. And so I'm like, wow, all right, I'll watch do, this. Do, do you think anyone like sees like the scenario that goes down in one of those, like in a in like porn in porn, and then it's like, I'm gonna try to make that happen in real life, and you, like try and like actually have sex with the person, or, or or I mean like just like you know in in that case it's just like show up without money and then be like I have something else to offer. I feel like that's sure. definitely happened, and I yeah, feel like that yeah. happens every day somewhere. I feel like, but it's never is. as attractive as you think, right? Yeah, and it's but, always something so, skeezy. So, yeah, because but, the people that do that that will do that. Are fucking you don't want to sleep with them? Oh, of course. <laughs> like, like it's never going to be their first. <laughs> but of it, the day. It's, it's like um, <laughs> like we we criticize like pornography for ha- having like these terrible storylines, but it's just like that's actually real. Those things it's, happen. It definitely happens, I and mean, nobody yeah, talks it, about it's it. It's just it's just the 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 reenactment. Yeah, just yeah, is, yeah. is made way better, and, and like, would... it's like that, uh, for, like the haunted house show that you're showing us. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and and how like you know the the people that they have reenacting it, it's just like sure they're not much better, but it's it's way better looking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Because they're not their reactions aren't genuine, but when they dramatize the stories, you're like, I would rather w- watch like an E list actor. Or actress that's like really good looking perform this than an actual actor that's not as good looking. Yeah. Or even the person being interviewed about the story because they always look like fucking trolls. Based on true events. Based on true events. It's like a glorified version. They, they should they should put those at like the beginning of pornos. <laughs> based, based on, on true, true events. <laughs> oh my god. We we can do based that. on probably true. Oh, events. true. Could you, could you true imagine it? Like it cuts back and forth between like just the ugly normal people that were in the scenario. Yeah, dude. <laughs> oh my like, god. Security cam footage. CCTV to porn. Anyway, please. 
So I guess I can, I, I can make this story way shorter. Basically, this, this girl had an amazing set of fake tits. Mm-hmm. But you didn't... Like, I watched that seven-minute Game Pass version of the video. You don't see her tits at all throughout the entire video. So then I was like, fuck, I gotta find this. So I ended up actually, like, like letting go of my dick and getting out of bed and putting pants on and sitting down at my desk and then trying to actually find <laughs> the real video. Whether it was on a torrent site or if I could, like, rent it or something... And I ended up finding the full, like, 38-minute video, and it was on one of those wicked, sketchy, like, you know, it was like Roscoe's Porn Dungeon XXX360.com, and it has, like, eight pop-up ads and, like, opens up Live Jasmine. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think all of them open up Live Jasmine. Yeah, well... I think so. Pornhub they- opens up Snapchat now. If you go on Pornhub on your phone... <laughs> I go on, if you go on Pornhub on your phone, it opens up Snapchat for some reason. And then it's just, it's just your Snapchat. It, it just opens up the camera. I don't know what it does. It takes a snap. What? That's fucked up. Isn't it fucking sketchy? So I don't use Pornhub anymore. After like the eighth time that happened. I just wouldn't use my phone. Well, that's just boring. Yeah, you can do it anywhere. <laughs> With your phone. <laughs> yeah. Church. <laughs> Seth's house. Wes's house. Church. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like Colonial laundromat. Mostly church. Two birds and one stone. I, I Dirty the sheets and clean them there. See, <laughs> see, I, I, I think of it from the standpoint of like, I, like I've seen share buttons on a porn site before. It's just like, yeah, Ted Cruz. Yeah. Like, what? where are you certain what? sharing it? First of all, why? Why is that a thing? You and, know, people and, do and it, and I know that I'm going to accidentally do it. So I use a browser that isn't connected to any of my social media. So motherless. Use, use motherless.com. No. No, I'm, say, I'm saying, <laughs> like, <laughs> rather than use Google Chrome, where I use everything else, oh, I'll open use, up, like, Edge. like, Internet Explorer. <laughs> well, like, I feel like, like, I don't, I don't know. I feel like if I was going to watch porn, I would want to watch it on a bigger screen than a phone screen. Yeah. Like, it's not, like, it's just... You know I, what I mean? I'm dumb. No, I'm dumb. Like you, you can't understand this. <laughs> I exclusively use my phone for it porn. Just, it's it's not. I feel like you <laughs> no. Understand. I mean, yeah. No, I don't. No, I use porn exclusively on my phone. I don't only have a phone for porn. You you should get a phone exclusive just for, for porn. porn. <laughs> yeah, just a separate. And then you don't have to worry about like sharing it on social media. <laughs> I don't worry about that. You worry about that. Well, I worry about Snapchat. Okay. Like I worry about Snapchat loggers. Whatever the fuck. I don't know why Pornhub opens up Snapchat. That's beside the point. See, that's what I'm saying. You sure? Maybe you should be worried about it. Phone and see if that happens. It might just be an Apple thing. It might just be an Apple thing. But basically, so, you know, I didn't see the girl's tits through the whole Game Pass version. Right. Right? So I find the actual full, like, 38-minute video and watch, just skim through the whole thing to see if she takes... She doesn't take her top off throughout the entire video. So she's just getting railed out in the back of a skeezy pawn shop mm-hmm. without taking off her top, which one is just disrespectful. I don't I never I don't like that and I will never like that. Having sex with a girl that won't take off at least be in just your bra. Like if you're still key, she has her jacket on and her sh- her cami and her bra and a shirt. You're wearing four layers on your top and you're just getting pounded out. It's like take it seriously. Come on. It didn't open <laughs> Snapchat. It opened 
Hazredstenvinast.com. I'll, I'll fucking show it to you. It'll fucking do it. I dare you. I also opened with an incognito window. So. But, uh... So, I Google this this uh, this porn actress's name, <laughs> and every other video they have online is pre-boob job. So that's the only video they have where she has her new tits, but you don't see them. Okay. Yeah, that, that that's that's. And every other video like, she has think, think is the as tiny soon as, as tiny soon as tits. you you get to that point that you have them. You'd think you'd want to show them off. Well, now you know I'm a, why I'm pissed. Unless they're a, it's a bad job. It could be a bad job. Yeah, but didn't you? You didn't find you the did a bad job. Name? I don't remember her name. It's it's in my notes somewhere. I mean, if you could get the name, you could just <laughs> it's in your notes. I wrote it down. He <laughs> 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 has a notebook of all. See, this I, shit. like if you looked at if you it's like, mostly porn on my if, phone if, anyway. If you found it on your phone, why didn't you just screenshot it? That's what I do. What do you mean? Rather than, like, make notes. Okay. I just screenshot everything. Because I'm fucking paranoid as shit about this... <laughs> You're paranoid I, This shit. iCloud thing. Because it had me automatically shit, connected to AirDrop. And it, and, it, and it uploads everything to the cloud, like, immediately. Yeah, I got caught with fucking porn on my phone back in college from that. I had, That's some bullshit. I dude. had naked pictures of girls <clears throat> from Snapchat that I would, like, screen record and... Like fucking, I I, I, I went home one off. weekend and I plugged my computer into my or my phone into, into my family desktop to charge it one day, and it uploaded all my fucking nudie pics on there. I turn that shit off not because I have a bunch of shit I don't want people to see, but because I don't fucking want, need it to be on the fucking. Her cloud. name was Ava mm-hmm. Kelly. Hmm. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, you asked me what her name was, I found it. I just wanted to know if you had her name so that you could, like... She's better than movie. You, you probably would have Googled her or something. You know? I Google did. that and then type in tits <laughs> or post post tit job. <laughs> Are we going to turn this into a whole investigation? <laughs> you, you started it. Ava Kelly nude. <laughs> Ava Kelly breast exposed. Oh, and there she is. And you were right, Brian. It was a bad job. Did oh a bad my job. lord! That's why they cut. That's why they uh, cut that video down to Game Pass version. It looks like Mr. Garrison's fucking boob job from South Park. <laughs> They're just there's too much of a gap. She's not wearing makeup in this either, so it's just off. Yeah, her forehead is fucking huge. That's a pretty bad Should job. We, this yeah, is, this is one of the good things. That's about what it was. It's it's a bad job. Yeah. It's a, this is one of it's the a 7 out of 10 bell curve uh, job. <laughs> about not having a video podcast. <laughs> yeah. Is that we, we're allowed to show this. <laughs> or not show it, but... I mean, I feel like if we were on YouTube, we'd probably get taken down. What, talk, we could talk <laughs> about porn, and we just wouldn't be able to pull well, it up? It would be definitely a visualization of some sort. <laughs> Hand gestures. <laughs> <laughs> we'd get taken down because I'd have my gut peeking out of my shirt. <laughs> Constantly. <laughs> what are you looking at my gut for? Yeah. So, um, that's what that's my complaint of the day so far. I guess the other one is tab with Kraken rum is pretty average. All I taste Wait, is... Wait, you have Kraken? Did you bring Kraken? I did bring Kraken. It's in the bootlegger bottle. Oh, that's what that is? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's why I told okay, you the that's crack... that's why it was stronger than I thought it Yeah, was. no, because <laughs> it's definitely... It definitely doesn't look like it's apple-flavored. I don't... I have no idea. 
Okay. Yeah, that's why I thought you were fucking with me. I have no idea what apple flavor looks like. Yeah, I don't know what the... It's yeah. green, probably. It is, that is green <laughs> when it's apple flavored, but it's cracking in there now, so it's, it's like brown-ish. So... <laughs> it's mostly brown. What's your favorite liquor? Don't say black velvet. You only black velvet is like. I the just f- drink black velvet because it's fucking cheap as shit. Yeah, and you, dude, like, there's so you get so much of it. That's like more than a two liter for like sixteen bucks. You get a discount for like twenty bucks. Yeah, twenty bucks, ten percent discount. I don't know what it comes to, but it's usually know. around twenty bucks. Folds around twenty bucks, which is fucking ridiculous for eighty proof yep. whiskey. Yeah, fair enough. And the effect, it's like I'm not drinking to, like, for the taste most of the time. Like, most of the time if I'm drinking something, I'm drinking it for the effect. Which is like, I, I don't know, I never understood that. A lot of people just... I feel Sip like... it. Yeah. Like scotch. Yeah. See, I, I'm i surprised yeah. you don't I mean, like certain scotch. Drinks, like, Jack and Coke, like, I'll, I'll just sit. Yeah. But, like, I don't really drink to get drunk. I just, I just do it in, like, social environments. Jack and Coke so. is, like... I like... <laughs> don't I don't like Jack and Coke, though. You don't like a Jack and... You like a rum and coke? I like like Jack and coke. Oh. I like it. That's that's like if I'm at a bar, that's my go-to. See, mine's a gin and tonic. I'll always get a gin and tonic. That's always my first... uh, If I go to the Sting on the west side, they know the first drink of the night I'm getting is a gin and... Or is a tangeray and tonic. A triple tangeray and tonic. And then I just end up playing Opeth through the speaker system all night. Yeah. (laughs) Every time they have those fucking, the they have screen, the, uh, yeah. You scan your fucking credit card. Do you, you scan your credit card? Oh yeah. no, no, not that one. No, the other one, the one at um. Because I know that most of them here, you just throw like a dollar. You, you put it in cash. There's one I use that's a credit card. I can't remember where it was. I think it was someplace in Syracuse. But do but, they have a big selection on those things? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I fucking. They have. Surprised. They have tons they of have, like path. fucking death and shit. Like yeah, death, like literally death. They had death on the fucking jukebox yep. at the bar. And then I was like, oh, I wonder if they have Meshuga. And they fucking have Meshuga on the fucking... They have Gorgoroth. Like, oh, that's crazy. They yeah. Have, yeah, isn't it? They have Well, Meshuga translated as crazy. Oh, Jesus but, fucking Christ. That went right over my head. <laughs> but no, like, really, though, like, I feel like people... <laughs> most of those people that are just standing around having drinks... They do not want to listen expecting. to... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's the last thing they want. Uh, a lot of them get pissed if you play, like, swing band music. Like Tom Jones. Oh, I tried swing. That's awesome. Tom Jones is a good one. I fucking one. love Tom I got, Jones. I got yelled at by one it's of the bartenders. not unusual. Yeah, I played It's Not Unusual, and then it's not Tom Jones, but it's from Parent Trap. It's the L is for the way oh, you yeah. look. At me, that one. Yeah, that's a great oh, song. Oh, it's for you, the only one I see. It's <laughs> very, very that one. All right. Yeah. But uh, so I it's a great song. I played. It's not unusual. And I played that one, and then I went right into "Carving a Giant" by Gorgoroth. Because <laughs> <laughs> you can you can queue up songs. Yeah, too. dude, you can you can if you spend ten bucks, the jukebox becomes your bitch for like an hour. Yeah. <laughs> And I would rather spend ten bucks on the jukebox. I've had it a couple times though, like where they will they'll turn it off. Yeah, they'll turn it down. Yeah, yeah. that too. Yeah, uh, and then they'll just switch to like house audio or something like that rather than 
It's like, like are you kidding box? me? Like, I just paid for that. Yeah. yeah. Like, what do you do? Don't have the jukebox there if you're not going to fucking, you know, follow the rules of the jukebox. Yeah. Yep. It's pretty dumb. But I could see, I mean, it's not like people are fucking walking out by the droves because of Gorgoroth. I never yeah. saw anybody walk out. I saw people look at me or look around the bar. Because like, they know who it is. Sto- yeah, they know it's the guy wearing the Cannibal Corpse shirt smoking a cigarette in the bar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, they know it's that guy. They know it's the guy that's walking around with two other guys covered in tattoos playing pool and spitting on each other. Like, yeah. they know it's that guy. They know it's the guy with the, the wallet chain and no shirt. <laughs> 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 the biker vest. Yeah, like... Sleeveless biker vest. It was... I wish you... I, if you could pop... That's why they don't have a card reader. Because they know that I would just show up and swipe, spend 20 bucks, and then leave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would, I'd put, like, 38 plays of Wound Upon Wound. <laughs> <laughs> Play all of Opeth Orchid. Yep. Play colors from front to back. Black Rose Immortal 20 times. <laughs> they... They... D- they don't have Black Rose Immortal. Ah. Oh. I looked. They have... The longest song they have is The Twilight Is My Road. But they have it. Yeah, that's pretty long, though. It's I think it's like 17 minutes. They have uh, Harlequin Forest. Do they Do they have Drapery Falls? Like yep. 15 minutes. Because that's like 14. Falls. Yeah. I, we, I went there for my 21st, and we played a lot of Opeth that night. I think it was just Opeth the, the whole night. Because <laughs> it was like... My birthday was on like a Tuesday. And... It was just yeah. Me. You're not going to drive out customers on a Tuesday. No. The only people that are in there are the people that are like very serious about drinking. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is why I was there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and like, I think it was just me, Dan, and Lexi, and this guy that we met. Uh, he's from Florida. He's the skateboard guy, but I forgot his Tony name. Hawk. No. Uh, Robbie Burnquist. <laughs> no, I wish. Con Man. Uh, fucking Con Man Skateboarding. He owned Con Mike, Man Skateboarding. Mike Foley. Uh Rob Deerdick. <laughs> We're just rattling off skateboarders now. <laughs> what the fuck was his name? He was a cool dude. He bought me when it he bought me like all my drinks that night. It's pretty awesome. I mean, yeah, because it was my twenty first. I went there and Yeah, once people know, dude, they're gonna go ham. Yeah, and he was the only other guy there. Like, person, even. I think there was one, like, barfly there that was just, like, he was drunk playing fucking Beatles songs on an acoustic guitar. <laughs> then they kicked him out. Because he was playing. interrupting your music. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He was also playing Beatles songs on an acoustic guitar. Yeah, you gotta play that on a, on a Casio 150. <laughs> you can't just hang out and play Beatles on a guitar. Is that is that the the most love hate band that exists? Is the Beatles? You no. Either, you either love them or you hate them. No, I don't think so. Journey. Maybe. My dad Dude, is my no, dad is very anti Journey. Definitely fucking Dave Matthews band. See, but I don't. That, so that, many that people, is a very. That's fair enough. Dude, so many people hate band, Dave Matthews band. I don't know why they're not. They're not. I didn't even listen to them. I never even heard of them. Well, I heard of them. I never listened to them until, like, this year. I wouldn't say they're bad or anything. They're just plain. They're just kind of boring. Yeah, but it's, like, good music. Like, they're they're a jam band, but, like, they don't have that sort of specifically... This is just for the, like, stoned out of your mind audience. Like 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 fish. fish. Mm -hmm. They're Grateful Dead. Yeah. See, I'm not a fan of Grateful Dead at all. 
I've tried multiple times, and I can't do it. Yeah, same. I just can't get into it. No. I tried fish. They're okay. I uh, couldn't really get into fish either. I tried the Dave Matthews Band. I have one of their albums on my phone. It's uh, it's not bad. Yeah. Like, there, there's, like, for them, it's sort of like hit and miss with me. Yeah. Like, there, there are some songs that I'm just like, yes, this is a great song. I but, didn't get into then, Zeppelin for a while either. Really? Like, for a while. A long time. Is it, like, is there, it there are a few songs by Zeppelin where, I, like, I legitimately cannot listen to it. Like, mm-hmm. I, it drives me nuts. Zeppelin's up there with Pink Floyd But and then Rush. there's other songs that I just love. Yeah, where... Uh, yeah, Floyd I can, was a, a band that I didn't get into for a while either. Oh, we got into an argument about that. Or a discussion. Debate. Heated. Heated. heated we got into a heated debate about it. Yeah, I... I, it actually was pretty recently that I got into Pink Floyd. I find that very strange. Like, I can't really think of any Pink Floyd songs that I don't like. Yeah. But I just don't know, like, that I feel strongly about a lot of them. My problem is now that I, uh, I'm not sad all the time anymore. Like, ever since I did the cognitive therapy, I don't listen to Pink Floyd. I haven't listened to Pink Floyd in, like, four or five months. It's weird. Isn't it? It's very... I don't listen to a lot of the music I use. I don't listen to rap anymore. I mostly listen to Sugar Ray. I listen to a lot of Sugar Ray. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Sugar Ray was an awesome band. Yeah, they still are an awesome band. I listen to... Well, they're not around anymore. I mean, they're probably somewhere else. They're probably not in a Swiggo. <laughs> well, were they ever in a Swiggo? They might have been. At one point, they must have been. Don't worry, they'll, they'll be at Harbor Fest. Like, ten, I ye- would... ten years after their careers are over. Yeah. I would definitely... When they have a different singer, <laughs> a different guitarist. Like, what band was they that? They still was that? have the guy who raps, though. <laughs> yeah, so that's all that matters, I guess. Speaking of that, uh, Wasn't Me, Shaggy, did he have any other good songs, or is it just Wasn't Me? Uh, no. Pretty, pretty sure it was just that. Yeah. I don't think he had any other songs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. The, uh, wasn't it like... Uh, no. M- Mr. Bombastic? Mr. Bombastic? You know, that sort of... Oh, yep. yep. Was that Shaggy? Yeah, that was Shaggy. That was Shaggy. That was all right. Yeah. Because, like, the, the, the guy who does, like, the, the like, main vocal part in Wasn't Me wasn't Shaggy. Shaggy was the guy that had the, the very... Yeah. Uh, wait, yeah, so the wait. The guy you can't hear. Th- that was Shaggy? <laughs> yeah, that guy's Shaggy. But he's like, a, he's, like, a skinny Latin dude. And he talks like that? Raps like that? No, Shaggy's the... Wait. The guy with the weird yeah. voice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. He's not the one that's like, saw me banging on the sofa? No, that was some other guy. What? Yeah, some really? other dude. Yeah. That was some other guy? Yeah. It wasn't him. I don't... Yeah, it was not. <laughs> no, it wasn't him. I don't want to listen... I want to listen to that guy. I want to see who that was. Saw me banging on the Pull sofa? Pull that up, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want to listen to that guy. <laughs> We need a young Jamie for the podcast if yeah. we're going to go anywhere. Yeah. See what we Brian. Need, we see need what, a lease. Let's see what Red Band is doing. <laughs> oh my god! So, you know what band is very love hate and it's funny because I don't see why they are. Is Metallica? Yeah, Metallica um, is very love hate. I, I feel like. You know, whenever you're a band that's been around for a really long time, if you if you like stray from the the straight and narrow of like what you were known for, 
you, there, there's going to be controversy. Yeah. And, and sometimes even if you just stick with the same exact thing, you're going to lose fans because they're like, oh, they're a one-trick pony. Like, there's no winning. No. It's funny because there were a lot of people... But that, their new album is so good. That's what I've heard. And like, I like Death Magnetic. I listened to Death Magnetic a couple weeks ago. And I, I liked it just just because I liked it as, me, a, as a kid. I remember that was I remember buying that as a kid at Fye. So apparently, this guy, his name is Rick Rock, and he was a Jamaican singer. And he came. It was two thousand was when it came out, and this was like when you go to his Wikipedia page, it's just <laughs> his main photo is him singing "It Wasn't Me" because <laughs> that's like the only thing. <laughs> that's the only yeah, photo right. that he has got. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna get this guy's discography now. It's funny though, because I, I like bands that stray from the arrow. Like listening to like the Red Hot Chili Peppers, uh, from from like di- chronologically, mm-hmm. not the whole albums, because that would take fucking hours upon hours. But like right, right. a few songs off each album, leading up and up and up, and it's very not even uh, the sound that's different that gets me, but the content. And what mm. the songs are about, like the I would say, like the first like ten years up until like. By the way, I would say so. They're the Uplift Mofo Party Plan, Mother's Milk, One mm. Hot Minute, right. Blood Sugar Sex Magic, and Californication. I might be missing an album. That was all, uh, glamorous, partying, sex, drugs, mm. rock and roll type stuff, right. and then uh. And I think Anthony Kiedis went sober around by the way and then they, yeah, they yeah. went very relaxed after that very somber this newest album was very melancholy mm-hmm. and I love that that show I saw the Chili Peppers this, this past February in Buffalo right. that was the it's greatest show ever I, I cried for like the first half hour just I couldn't stop it was phenomenal they were like like seeing my heroes on stage it was it was crazy and I've seen Rush like three times in I've seen Roger Waters and David Gilmore, and I've seen Cannibal Corpse and Gojira, and or not Gojira, Oceano. But the Chili Peppers was. Yeah, there's definitely a couple top-notch. bands that I need to see. Gojira being one. Agreed. I mm. think Lamb of God would be awesome to see. Yeah. I think and we're going to see him, which is fucking sweet. Yep. Because I've been a fan of them for a long time. And CKY is fucking awesome, so. They're playing together, so I have to see it. Especially because this is the farewell tour for him, so this is the last chance. Right. It's like a must-fucking-do thing. Um, let's see. I mean, I've seen Between the Buried and Me. I've seen... Uh, oh, System of a Down is a band I would like to see. Absolutely. Yeah. That would be just a crazy feel. Yeah. Because I don't know anybody that's a fan of System that's not in our age age range. Because they, they blew up and died that within, was, like, yeah, yeah. five or like, six years. Ah, uh, you, you know who isn't? Uh, Jake Ford's dad. Like, <laughs> Jake would tell what? us about, like, how his, like, how his dad was, uh, like, what, what was it? Like, he, he would, like, be, like, making, like, dinner or something, and he would just start quoting, like, songs that are from, like, our era of music. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, like... He, he'd quote like uh, <laughs> like, like, like like spoken like, word or sing it. I I have no idea. I hope it's it, both. It, it, was, it was always Jake's interpretation of it. It was always but a it was fucking like, Rage Against the Machine. Song. Yeah, uh, like 
fuck you, I won't do what you like, tell like me. Like, he'd, he'd, he'd be doing, like, uh, like mac and cheese and be like, what a pocket full of shells. <laughs> <laughs> Something in there. Just throw it in. <laughs> I mean, what was that, Bulls on Parade? Yeah, yeah. Get her, get, get we listened to a little... Yeah, we listened to a lot of Rage the other night. Yeah, they'd be like, fun that, to watch, that, that would be like, sweet. Ah, that, it's, it's it's so weird because like whenever you think about like any of the Rage Against the Machine songs and you try to think of like oh how was the uh, the guitar melody or whatever, like you could just say the same thing and then somehow it like by the time that you get to the words, it's just like you figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> Because yeah. the, You're the, never the right guitar the riff is time, the guitar riff is always right after the hook of the chorus. Yeah, it's like killing in the name of, and then you have like, we got to take the power back. I don't remember that one, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Uh, shit. Lights out. Turn on the radio. There's one from I think it's from that same album. It was uh no bomb track. <laughs> Shit. It's the bomb track. Yeah. Let's just play it. Let's just play that. It is bomb track. I like Know Your Enemy. That album is fantastic. I'm, I'm yeah, so glad yeah. that. We'll be back in 45 uh, minutes. <laughs> uh, Jake, Jake Annell and Garrett Christofoli got me into Rage Against the Machine. I, I told them, I remember we hung out once when I was in high school, and. They asked me how I felt about them, and I was like, you know, I, I don't think I like them. They're like, what songs have you heard? And I go, I just don't think Tom Morello was that good in Guitar Hero 3. Because I, <laughs> I, I, I hated that boss battle. I yeah, hated that boss yeah. battle. So we listened to the whole album in one sitting, and I was like, yup, okay. They burned me a copy of it, yep. and it's been, that's one of those albums I throw on when, I, like, when I'm like bored or don't have anything to listen to. <clears throat> But no, you're running me. Wake up is from the Matrix. It's uh, Cashmere. I think that's one of the bands that like ends up in my mix every once in a while. Just like it's one of the bands that I go, I fall back on, like mm-hmm. more often than other bands for some reason. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Some of it down too. Same thing. Yep. Because uh, I know a lot of their songs. I mean, every System of a Down song, I probably, I pretty much know every System of a Down song. I think, like, I didn't Are really get guitar? into... No, like, just... In general? Yeah, like, just... To go back general. and listen to Yeah, like, I feel like I, I didn't really get into Mesmerize until, like, a couple of years after it came out. Yeah. Because I, I, like, at Hypnotize, I pretty much stopped, because that was when I was really getting into, like, death metal. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. just in general. It, it, was, it was... It's so weird, like, when, when you're growing up listening to music, and, like, you, you find, like, something... And it's just like, it's almost like you just gave up on everything else in order to just digest that one genre. That was me with... And then... Go ahead, sorry. And then, like, you sort of open back up again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you don't. Some people don't. I did that <laughs> with when I first discovered metal and then when I first really started listening to rap. Mm. When I first... Dis- like, the first metal band I ever really listened to was, like, Lamb of God. And then I went from Lamb of God to Gojira, and then you guys got me into Opeth. And then I was done for like a year. That's all I listened to. That's all you needed. Yeah. There was definitely a, a stage in high school when I was pretty much just into brutal death. Like, just fucking, like, decapitated and fucking cannibal corpse. Yeah. 
Behemoth and shit. Like, just, like, wicked heavy shit that, like, I never listen to now. Yeah. Like, I mean, once in a while I'll go back to it, but it's, like, nothing that I regularly listen to. Right. It's because I can't... Now, I I feel like my music taste has matured to where I can't just listen to fucking death metal. Yeah. It's, like, everything now is prog, or it's, like, fucking... You know, I'm really, like, starting to get upset with the fucking way that metal's going, too. Because everything's... They're pushing so hard on that fucking, uh... Like, periphery-style fucking show-off kind of shit. Yeah. And it's really irritating, because it all sounds the same. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting really annoyed with how everybody's obsessed with, uh, fast drumming. That's mm-hmm. all it seems like it is nowadays. Yeah, that was, like, a big thing, like, when I was in that stage. Yeah. Because I would listen yeah. to Cataclysm and shit, and, like... like oh, listen to this drum line. Yeah. And now everything is just... And it was all just, <laughs> like, super hard drum yeah. triggers. Yeah. Just... Like, not, now I'm, like, realizing, like, in a lot of ways, it'd be, like, bands that do, like, a lot of, like, interesting, like, fills and stuff. Are, it's so much... It's so much better overall yeah. for the music. Like, yeah. like uh, Gavin Harrison from Porcupine Tree. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like he's like a like a Neil Peart tier drummer in so many ways. But, like, he's so unrecognized because he's in Porcupine Tree. Right. And he's not in fucking Rush. Yep. Um, or Dream Theater. Yeah, or Dream Theater. I feel like, like, there's just too much gent and shit now, and it's just... Yeah. It's irritating me. I'm getting really sick of uh, breakdowns, too. Uh, I used to be really into, like, deathcore and hardcore, metalcore. Not really into it. I would say I would check them out whenever there was a new... If it was, like, metalcore or deathcore, hardcore. I liked some of that. For a little while, I was into, like, As I Lay Dying and stuff like that. They were, like, uh... What are they called? It's Blacked Out, not Blacked Out. Black Dahlia Murder? Black Dahlia Murder yeah. like, uh... Asking Alexander. They're like, a, they're like a... I don't think they really do... Because I've never really listened to them. They're, they're, they're very much like a... Like... A, an American-style black metal band. Oceano now is a lot of breakdowns. I didn't really like their new album. It's... It's I, too... I it. uh, the, 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 the band... I, uh, we were, I was just saying I agreed with you about the whole... I don't. You don't go back to death metal, cannibal corpse stuff like that. The one death metal band that I can always go back to is Surruption. Mm-hmm. I can go back and listen to Engineering the Void over and over and over and over and over again. Yeah, I I don't know. Like it's hard. Like categorizing these bands is rough for me. Like I I don't know like exactly what I would call death metal sometimes. Yeah. Like you, you could you could say like Meshuggah's death metal, yeah. But Gojira like, and shit. I'll, I'll go back and I'll listen to to Gojira and like Meshuggah all the time. Yeah, those are definitely bands. Gojira to me doesn't feel. Gojira death, feels feels less it, of a death metal. Band. It feels yeah, it it doesn't have the the sort of like you know like punch in the face sort yeah. of like you know sort of relentless sort of sound to it that it leans. A little farther on the prog scale. Yeah. I'm a big fan of Rob Zombie. I listened to Rob's, Rob Zombie for the past week. Listen to him again. I don't think I've, I've really <laughs> ever gotten Which is strange. Like, I, I like more White Zombie songs, I think, than I like Rob Zombie yeah. songs. I was in a Marilyn Manson for a really long time. 
Marilyn Manson, Marilyn Manson and Nine Inch Nails and Ministry. I was into really, really hard in high school. Now that I think about it, I remember I had, um, I had Marilyn Manson and Nine Inch Nails shirts and like hoodies and stuff. There's a part of me that wishes I was in. <laughs> there's a part of me that wishes I was in either a punk rock band, like in the like when they blew up, like Blink One Eighty Two, Sum Forty One era. Okay, so and so like the second me, resurgence of punk rock. Yeah, yeah, not, yeah. Not like the. Uh, I mean, I like like I like late seventies, early like the Sex Pistols. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> I, I like old school punk too, though. And I, I actually was listening to quite a bit. Let's creep up. Like, just this past week, I was listening to like a playlist of old school punk, and it's pretty a fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think. There's there just a, wasn't there was, things to be punk about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah sure. But I, I think the energy that punk brings is, like, really cool. Because it's, like, simple to play, and that's part of the thing that I would like. Like, if I was playing something live, I would like it to be simple to play so I can put energy into the performance. Right, right. Versus, like, yeah, fucking like, focusing on the shit that just about play. Just about every band we've been in has been very focused on, like, playing parts yeah. And not about the performance. Yeah. In terms of like putting out Which, like a, a, a no, show like that's interesting like to watch. standing still. Yes. Yeah. Hurts, we're all just like looking at our. It hurts your. Like, it hurts your stage presence. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of the things I don't like about watching Pink Floyd live. But I think. Well, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. They don't move around. I, I, I don't know, but I think Pink Floyd is like. They're there's, not. There's a difference, though. Yeah. I feel like no everybody who's. I think everybody who's listening to Pink Floyd all of the energy they feel is coming from the music. Yeah. Versus the... The stage presence. And then they have the lights and the, like, you know, the animatronics and all that, too, which is nice. Um, I'm not saying I don't like watching them live, but that's one of the things I don't like. I think the farthest I would go on, like, a technicality scale would be, like, 80s, like, (laughs) 80s, like, fucking hair metal. Oh, that'd be... Because, like, be there is, there's the a lot of sections that are difficult shit. to play, but, like, there's a lot of sections that are easy to play, and you can put a lot of shit, yeah. like, yeah. emotionally into it. I'd, I'd love to see Steel Panther live. I hear Steel Panther shows are amazing. Yeah, that'd be cool. I would love to see Steel Panther live. I've only seen a few... Like, I've seen Warrant, but, like, that was way at the end of the career. Like, I, I would, like... I wish I could have seen, like, Skid Row and shit. Yeah, Guns N' Roses would be my pick, but they're more. They're still playing shows, though. They are. Yeah, that's true. Uh, one of my coworkers went to see them like maybe a month ago. That's crazy. Yeah, like I fucking like last week I was listening to Bad Religion, like a whole bunch of Bad Religion. It's fucking awesome. Love that shit. But it's like, dude, I I just the whole idea of being able to have fun on stage is is totally different than. Having to focus on time signatures and fucking yeah, what yeah. you're playing and not fucking up. Just system of a down is the same system, like, like the same thing. I think system of a down has a lot of like simple songs. Yeah, and they're energetic. And when they play live, they don't give a fuck about how sloppy they are. Right. They just fucking play because they know their fans are gonna go fucking crazy anyway. Yeah, they did a really good job of keeping their fans because they didn't. What's that saying? Either, either die a hero or live long enough to become a villain. <laughs> they didn't die and they didn't become the villain. They're just they're kind of in limbo right now. Yeah. And 
if they keep... because for the most part they they haven't been on the scene at all. Yeah. Well, they turned into separate bands, basically. Yeah, but you, even from the separate bands, they really like only like Surge has done something that people have really like noticed. Yeah. And even Surge yeah, as the Darren drummer. Darren was in that band. He was in a different band for a while, right? Darren was in um, Scars on Broadway. Scars on Broadway. Yeah, but that didn't really take off. No. I mean, really, though, I and don't it really, think, they I think really a lot didn't of, push very hard to make it take off either. So. Well, I think a lot of casual fans like wouldn't know that either of them really even existed. Right. Know? I didn't like Surge's solo stuff that much. No, I really didn't. Um... It was weird, because when you think about System of a Down, you think of Serge's opera voice. Yeah. His presence. And his solo stuff, it just didn't have the same feel to it. It wasn't as, like, sort of driving. Yeah. Um, Let's talk about uh, what bands have you noticed have sold out really hard. That sold out to the point where you either stopped liking them or you you had to adjust to their Lincoln sound. Park, <laughs> Lincoln Park, Lincoln rest in peace, Chester. I, yeah, well, like I don't know. It, it's like you can tell that from some standpoint. Like after, like he he like I didn't notice until after he you know took his life or whatever that how much of that album was like a cry for help. Dude, yeah. yeah it was, Listen to, like, hybrid theory and shit, yeah. even that, like, that old. Like, you can hear, like, right. lyrically a lot right. of the shit. Right, is, but, like, like <clears throat> the, that, the new album specifically oh, like, yeah. was was very much about, oh like, his emotional state or whatever. Yeah. I, I just read but, the just the song titles, and I was like, holy shit, like, this is fucking, right. he's telling us something. It was right. in our face the whole time. But, like, at the same time, it was like, so, like, in some ways, it's like, do I want to say that they, it sort of seemed like, you know, they were they were selling out by going for, like, this, like, cheap sort of uh, pop sound that just came out in the past, like, couple of years or so? I, I don't know, because... Like, or was it just him emotionally changing? Yeah. His... Maybe that that's what fit him best yeah. or whatever, but it like in a lot of other ways it just sort of seemed like they abandoned they, what they made did them. abandon what made them them. Exactly. And it's not like that the message was that far removed from the stuff that they had done before. Yeah. No, it certainly wasn't lyrically. I think like just musically it was definitely different. Yeah. Agreed. And like the the you know, introduction of like bringing in, like, a female pop artist and, like, the song Heavy. Yeah. Like, that that did not jive well with me as... No, that song was definitely, uh... You could tell that something was wrong just from his lyrics. Like, just from his lyrics in general. Yeah. But you, no one uh, would have thought that he would do what he did. Right. No. But I saw... I remember seeing a performance after, uh... Was it after Chris Cornell committed after suicide? After Cornell died. Yeah. Uh, probably like not even a week after, and I remember just seeing he wasn't into it at all. No, just fucking kind of going through the motions. Yep. So it was definitely something that was pending. Yeah. It's rough shit, man. Yeah. But fucking dude, they they I like. Uh, there's always a special place in my heart for them because they yeah. have they were definitely one of my first bands 
that really got me into... I mean, they almost were a prog in a way. You know? It was like a weird fucking like genre that really was like experimental. Yeah. Them and Sister they're, of a Down like had their sort own... Sort of on a... Like an edge between different their, genres. Yeah, yeah. It was their own wavelength. Like, it was the same with System of a Down. Those two bands like got me into that shit. Where like... You hear a band and you recognize the sound, and that's the type yeah, of band definitely. that I like. Yeah. Uh, my biggest, I guess, like you said, you don't know if it's selling out or if it's them changing their music to go with how they feel the best way to get their message across. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know if you guys listen to the Black Keys much at all. Not really. Uh, no. They started out as like a, like a blues rock, jazz rock garage rock sort of like band. I, like, I know a few songs by them or whatever. So. Their old, old stuff sounds right. radically different from their new stuff. Their new stuff now is heavily produced. They have synthesizers, and it's almost, uh... It reminds me of, like, psychedelic rock, hmm. with all the extra sounds they have in. You listen to that, their album, uh, Turn Blue, and then you even listen to their album before that, which was El Camino, which had, uh, Lonely Boy, Gold on the Ceiling, Little Black Submarines, those songs. And then before that, they had a, a few songs that were famous. Uh, I hear they're a good show. They're, I, I've, I've heard that they're a great show as well. Um, it's not that I don't like them anymore. It's more that I, I don't like their new stuff as much as their old stuff, because it just sounds so radically different. And a band that's the opposite of that is Muse. Muse is, it, like, they started out sort of progressive... Uh, yeah, I very like, interesting. I like some of their old stuff. Their old stuff, and then like they get more different, and they also get a little better every time, going up and up. And I think like their past two albums have both won like rock album of the year, mm-hmm. or album of the year, or something. I, I haven't heard and like anything new by them. There's a lot of bands that do. I that. haven't sought it out. Really. Their newest album, uh, Drones, or one of their newest album, is is just like a political, like politically driven album hmm. that was really nice. Uh, I like, what I like about them the most is that the lead singer has said that he, he wants the albums to be, uh, he doesn't want certain things edited, like when he takes breaths in, in between verses and lines, mm. he keeps that in, because that's how he's going to sound live, you can't edit that out live. Right. So there's a lot of stuff in there that caters to both people that listen to the album, and then also the people that, you know, go to shows too, which is nice. They're, yeah. they're a good band, but... There's a lot of bands that are... I think it's it's in, in, uh, inevitable to change your sound. Mm-hmm. Especially the longer yeah, you stick yeah, around. Yeah, yeah, that's going to happen no matter what. Yeah. Right. But it depends on how radical you are about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Nickelback has never changed their sound. Yeah, and they're still been super popular. They've been, they've been great forever. <laughs> but, see, they're a band that people love to hate, but I don't see the problem with it. As, yeah, like, I don't think... It's, been this, it's what you see is what you get, yeah. really. I don't really think that there's there's anything that I despise about them, but it's just like, eh. They're boring. Yeah. They're there's very nothing special about them, that's for sure. The thing is, like, you, no matter what band, like you said, they're always going to change. Like, honestly, like, if Between the Buried and Me had stayed the way that they were when they first came out, I wouldn't like them at all. Old Pat Because they were a way. fucking hardcore band. Yeah. yeah. And they totally changed their genre completely. Yeah, yeah. And they're my favorite band of all time now. I mean, it's completely different. It's a drastic change. Opeth did the same thing, yeah. yeah like Orchid and uh, Morning Even Rise. Opeth now. They yeah. changed multiple times. I yeah. mean, now they are... There's no screaming. 
And I don't know if it's... Uh, it's probably partially because of Mikhail's voice. Right. Just damaging his voice. Uh, I don't know if it wasn't, like... I don't know exactly what contributed to that. Maybe he didn't perfect his technique in the first place. Well, he was inward vocals, wasn't he? But his his voice definitely was shot. Because you could hear... I don't know if it was Roundhouse. I think it was <coughs> after the Roundhouse tapes. But there's a video I watched last week of Harlequin Forest live. And it's just... You can tell his voice is going. Right, right. There's a certain point where you can tell. It happened to uh, Chris Cornell, too. If you listen to Soundgarden and then listen to Audio Slave, mm-hmm. his... And he, I was reading about how he was one of the few artists that had like a five octave vocal range or something like that. Yeah, and that's that's crazy for a guy, isn't it? Yeah, and he sounded he had an amazing voice, but listen, and he, he his voice was still amazing in Audio Slave, which just shows goes to show like how great his voice was considering there's people that said that he lost an octave between Soundgarden and Audio Slave. Um. That's all I gotta say about that, really. <laughs> the whole selling out thing. Yeah. Yeah, I just... Like, I don't know, there, there's so many bands that I've just, like, lost track of over the years. I, yeah. I, I feel like I keep finding yeah. new bands faster than I remember the I, old ones. Yeah, dude, I'm having a lot of problems. Like, I wish I had... I wish I still had my old iPod. Like, mm-hmm. my first iPod. Right. So I could just go back and look at some of the shit that I would listen to. Like, there was a lot of bands that I listened to and I f- totally forgot about, like Sonata Arctica and fucking bands like that. Yep. That, like, I would never have remembered had I not, like, saved them somewhere. And luckily, like, I had, I always had shit on my computers so, like, I could just save all the music there. And then yep. I just basically went to Spotify and tried to get all of it onto Spotify mm-hmm. and just keep it all there. Which hopefully it'll stay there. <laughs> hopefully I don't. <laughs> hopefully I don't like lose my Facebook account or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I've, like I've been trying to go back and like actually buy like physical copies of some of the CDs that I absolutely loved. Mm-hmm. Like like Nickelback, the, the Long Road. <laughs> Nickelback, <laughs> is, is Dark that... Horse. Nickelback, all the right reasons. Metallica, Death Magnetic. <laughs> are those real fucking? Those are all real album names. <laughs> I have them all on my phone. <laughs> I have them all memorized. <laughs> uh, but, like, no, like, I've, I've gone back and, like, bought, like, Coheed and Cambria albums. Oh, oh, God, yeah. That's, wow, yeah. that's a band. I listened to them the other day, and that's a band that doesn't get old either. No. Yeah, there's fucking. Uh, <laughs> they were, like, one like of the, the first. Act, they, like, the act, age, like, fine line. They were the, they were the band that, in my opinion, and it's completely biased, but they were the band that gained the most from being on rock band because I had never heard of them, and a bunch of other people I knew never heard of them. But Welcome Home was on rock band, and yeah. everybody knows Welcome Home now. Yeah, yeah, like everybody like, knows that I fucking already... song. Also, there's that one riff that just totally rips off Cashmere. Dun, 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 dun. Well, it rips off "Wake Up" by Rage Against the Machine, which rips off "Cashmere" by Led Zeppelin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's bound to happen. Which probably yeah. rips off like Billy Bob from nineteen <laughs> from eighteen sixty two with this fucking. Yeah, have you read about that? Fucking... Oh, Led Zeppelin ripped yeah, off a bunch yeah. of songs. This, like, the thing is, you there's so much, yeah, <laughs> there's only so much you can fucking do. Also, uh, Jimmy Page dated like a twelve year old. Oh, yeah. Or a 13-year-old. He, yeah. like, she yep. was a groupie she for the band. She was with the band all the time. And she, yeah. And she just, holy fuck, that would never happen. It, it 
hopefully well, dude, not... they were fucking Zeppelin. People didn't give a shit. No, they were they just were like, like yeah, fuck my daughter. Zeppelin. Like, <laughs> you know, honey, we, you know, honey, we always talked about how we wanted you to be the first girl in the family to go oh, to Jimmy college. <laughs> <laughs> We want you to be the first girl in my family to fuck Jimmy Page. <laughs> Dude, I bet that's a thing. Like, that dad would go to the bar. He'd go to the sting. He'd order a Tanqueray triple. And it, and they'd be like, how you doing, Bob? And he's like, pretty good. And he goes, you know, little Tiffany fucking got railed out by Jimmy Page earlier. She sent me a letter. She's doing great. <laughs> She's only 14 years old, and they're paying her in half-smoked cigarettes. <laughs> She's doing a great job. Quarter lines of blow. Yeah, she's making more money than I was when I was 14. <laughs> when I was 14, I was just dreaming about fucking Jimmy Page. Yeah. And look at her now. <laughs> that shit can't go on anymore. My, my little sister was telling me about a YouTube guy that would, uh... A YouTube guy that was, uh... He would do covers of songs. He did acapella covers of songs. I cannot remember his name. PewDiePie? And... <laughs> no. <laughs> but might as well. He, yeah, he did, might as well be he, he did acapella covers of songs, and apparently he was adding underage girls that were fans of his on, like, Snapchat and having them send him, like, nude pictures and stuff. And he had, Smart like... Move. he <laughs> He had gigabytes. And a gigab how, how many pictures did he get of your sister? At least at eleven. A solid eleven. A solid eleven. Solid eleven. But he he was getting like underage girls to send them videos of them like touching themselves and naked pictures and videos of them twerking. And when he got caught, he was like, I don't see what the big deal is. <laughs> like he didn't give a shit. And that's even worse, what? I think. <laughs> I thought this was America. <laughs> what do I do? Yeah, like I didn't I'm sorry, officer. I was not aware that I could not do that. <laughs> How old is 15, really? <laughs> like, <laughs> but it's it's just fucked. Yeah, oh, dude, man. you'd be found out so fast if you were a goddamn Zeppelin doing that shit today. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, man. They would see... No, they, they would see, like... Like, they got paparazzi photos, paparazzi pictures taken together. When he was with that 14-year-old girl. Yeah. And I don't know if it's because nobody cared, because they were Zeppelin, or if nobody knew. I, or they both. Like, like, did she look, look 14 or whatever? How old is 14, really? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's like... But I mean, it's, it's a set-in-stone age. It's she probably didn't... They probably put her in makeup and, like, women's clothes instead of junior's clothes. She's wearing clothes that are way too big for her and shit. <laughs> She's on stilts. She's, She's on fucking stilts. <laughs> There's no way she's underage if she's, if she's that tall. But it's like, stilts. I don't know. It's fucking, it's crazy that like nothing's happened from that. You know what I mean? No. Jimmy well, Page is just like, eh. You can't. There's nothing you can do now. No. You ain't gonna retroactively fuck him over. And even if you, you want can't it... You really prove it now. I guess not. I mean, can you? I mean... I mean, if they both confirm it, wouldn't that be like... And it's not... I think it's because they never even... They don't care. They don't care at this point. Yeah. Like, the fucking... Um, who is it? The guy that's directing Jeepers Creepers. People care now that he apparently, like, he, he like, molested a kid that was on the set of one of his movies in, like, the early 80s. But people knew about it since it happened. He went to jail for he went to jail for six months and then had to do community service and pay a fine. And that was the end of it. 
And then people found about it within the past, like, two years that all that happened, and it's, like, blown up. And now Jeepers Creepers 3 is only in, like, you know, a couple hundred theaters, and it's only playing one night only. Like, we had to buy advanced tickets to see it at Destiny next hmm. Tuesday. But it's, like... Did they just... Zeppelin was just larger than fucking life at that time. Yeah. And it didn't matter. Like, no. They, they didn't care. They were basically gods to people at, at a certain point. Like, dude, they they lived such a rock star fucking life that you can't get to now. No. It's not the same. And it's crazy that that rock star life... If, I feel like that rock star life ended with hair metal. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. yeah. even, like, you know, in the 90s, you had, you know, fucking, what, Nirvana? Yeah, and the Chili Peppers, but the Chili Peppers—they weren't—they weren't really rock stars. They were just—they were mostly doing stupid shit. They were like doing fucking shows with socks on their cocks and shit like that. Yeah, Nirvana—they were probably shooting off. I don't know. I don't listen to Nirvana. Yeah, they're probably. I only, I've only heard of Nirvana. Like, I feel like part of it has to do with the era saturation of the market. That's true. Like. There's there's no more one big band controlling everything in a genre, or like there there's no big four anymore for like back when like Metallica was just sort of starting out is like you know like them Testament Anthrax, uh, Pearl Jam. <laughs> well, if, if we're going into if we're going into grunge, then like sure, like Nirvana, uh, Alice in Chains, Pearl Jam, Offspring. Offspring wasn't really grunge. Well, Offspring was a little bit later. Well. Soundgarden. They didn't really get big until the late nineties, mid to late nineties. When did Super Unknown come out? Ninety seven. I don't know. No idea. The Foo Fighters. That was after Nirvana. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a grunge guy. Yeah. No, definitely not. No. I and it's, that it's one, that's one of the genres I probably I, I've never really gotten into. I don't I mean, know. Like, very, and I like genres. I like Alice in Chains the, the, and I like those, Pearl like, Jam. Those big bands from it, most of them I like. Nirvana I don't like because no. I feel like Nirvana was like just a a gateway to the emo genre. Yeah. It just takes some time, a little bit. Yeah, I don't like emo music mm-hmm. either. What? <laughs> I'm not a fan of Jimmy Eat World. I'm not a fan of any of that. I like some of Jimmy Eat World. Nope. Fucking. My Chemical chance. Romance. Fucking Three Days Grace. Uh, let's see. My Chemical Romance. They might add Green like, Day. one or two good songs. Green Day's in the Green Hall Day of Fame. Was, I like Green Day. You like Green Day? Yeah. I'm not a fan of Green Day. I, I like some songs by Green Day. AFI. Nope. AFI, I like old a lot. AFI, dude. Oh my god! I even like the new AFI. I can't. I don't know. Like it's, it's okay. not. It's, it's not like super catchy. Where I'm like, I can't get it out of my head. Right? Yeah, it's just but, certainly not the same thing. That's all. Yeah, but it's like they still. I, I feel like they've still got like you know the same sound. They don't feel like they've aged. Super yeah, it's definitely similar. I just thought sing, sing the sorrow was like. Uh, I don't know. I thought that was definitely their best album. Yeah. For sure. I just don't understand. I don't understand it. Um, I don't like to think I'm a music, a music snob or a gatekeeper or an elitist, but there's one thing that will piss me off. And there's people that don't know what music they're listening to. And I think I brought this up to you 
There's a... I can't, I can't even say how I know this person, because on the off chance this person listens to this, I'm going to get in <laughs> trouble somehow. <laughs> okay. But basically, there's a person I know, and when I first met her, what I had heard from her, or about her, was that she really liked death metal, and black metal, and stuff like that, just like I do. Uh-huh. So I was like, oh shit, maybe, you know, her and I are going to get along. So her first day on the job, <laughs> her first day at work, uh-huh. I'm sitting there, I'm talking to her, and I'm just like, so I heard you like uh, like metal music and death metal and stuff. And she's like, yeah, yeah, I love metal. And I go, you like death metal? And she goes, yeah, yeah, I love death metal. And I go, oh, that's sweet. What are your favorite death metal bands? She goes, here we go. <laughs> Avenged Sevenfold, Disturbed, and Breaking Benjamin. (laughs) I wish I was kidding. uh, Those are like K-Rock bands, though. Yes, and I wish I was kidding. The worst part, not even that. If she would have at least said, like, Five Finger Death Punch, I'd be like, okay, I understand why she's confused. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it has death in the name. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, uh... She she is a big fan of Five Figure Death Punch as well. Death Cab for Kitty. <laughs> he's, he's easily a death model thing. I'm not... It's Okay, it's not that it pissed me off. It was just like... So disappointing. You're, it's disappointing. Because and somehow you, you had your hopes up that you yes, found some chick that it, exactly. has decent taste in music. And not even decent by, taste, by it's by like similar taste. The part that really made me upset was I was talking to another friend about it that I was intimate with at the time, and I was I was texting her one night, and I was bitching. This is basically the same thing I said to you <laughs> just now. She texted me, and she goes, well, if you weren't such an elitist when it comes to music, you wouldn't be so upset. And I go, it's not me being an elitist. It's knowing what you're fucking talking about. She goes, well, it's all metal. It's all the same. And I'm like, all right, first off, no. Second off, that's like, alright, yeah, Avenged Sevenfold and more so Avenged Sevenfold and Disturbed have, like, metal elements. I don't know what the fuck Breaking Benjamin even plays. Are they headstrong? Headstrong will take no, you the, the, No, that was, uh, that was trapped. Wow, okay, so I don't even know who Breaking Benjamin Breaking is. Breaking Benjamin, they... I feel like, like every like, single one of their songs sounds exactly the same. Yeah, so fuck them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I was telling her, I was like, alright, look. That'd be like if you watched, fuck it, you watched Guardians of the Galaxy, and you got scared during one of the parts, and then you texted me and said, I just watched the greatest horror movie of all time, and I go, what was it called? And she goes, Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what it felt like. And she goes, well, you know, certain movies do scare me, even though they're not supposed to be scary movies. And I go, but that doesn't make them a scary movie. So yeah. don't tell me that Avenged Sevenfold is your favorite death metal band when it's not They're death certainly metal. not death metal. They're certainly not yeah. death metal. They're certainly metal. They're metal. They're metal. They're metal. I don't mind Avenged Sevenfold either, which is the other part that, yeah. like, they're, you know. Yeah. It's a yeah, fucking it's like a, nightmare. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, <laughs> they got some corny as lyrics. There's a couple of memes. Yeah. Couple memes they definitely have corny lyrics, but... They sound good. I, yeah, I like Disturbed a lot. I was listening to Disturbed... I have the the, the, <laughs> dude, the they definitely dude. Avenged Sevenfold puts on a good show though. I'll give them that. Much. Have you seen them? Yeah, that's good. They fucking have a really cool light show. Really fucking cool. They put like 
all of their fucking money into their fucking stage budget. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like a lot of those bands that are actually like pretty awesome live. But yeah. They're a lot they're big on like crowd participation and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Beach balls. That's just kind of what they do. They're, <laughs> they're, they're they have big on beach balls. <laughs> they just have a lot of sections that you chant. wouldn't believe the amount of, of money they spend on beach balls. Yeah. They just have a lot of chanty sections and yeah. See, I'm a big fan still of Disturbed. Yeah. I've been listening to I've I like downloaded the uh the essential the essential disturbed playlist. I it's essential too. The Apple Apple Music or iTunes Music or whatever has every band has the essential it's like the, it's like their greatest hits but it's voted on by which songs are listened to the most. Mm-hmm. It's like the 12 most listened to songs by that band on iTunes. They put them in a playlist. And That's I listened to that the other day while playing 2K and I got 100 points in one game. So something magical is going on there. It was fucking, it was cool, because a lot of those songs I haven't listened to, I mean, obviously Down With The Sickness. Had you put DMX? Do they have the essential DMX on there? They They don't have the essential DMX. Then, you would have easily gotten 200 200 points (laughs) in that game. If they have the essential DMX, I'm gonna, like, see, I have it right here. He has fucking... All five players triple double. <laughs> it's a it's a, fi- it's a it's a quintuple double. <laughs> but yeah, it's the Disturbed Essentials. It's Apple Music. It's got Down with the Sickness, Stricken, the Vengeful One, Indestructible, The Light, Open Your Eyes, Stupefy, Ten Thousand Fists, uh, Land of Confusion, Prayer. It's like a one hour long playlist. Um, Seems like a good hour. It was the solid so, so they got Land of Confusion, and did, did they have Sound of Silence? They did have Sound of Silence, yeah. So they got two covers on there. Yeah, That's which nice. is pretty crazy, but it was good. Both of their covers are awesome. Yeah. Like, uh, granted, I'd, I'd rather listen to... What's the, the other one? Land of I Confusion. Oh, okay. Who's that by? Genesis. Oh, okay. They do have the DMX Essentials, so that's happening. Yeah. Um, the, I, I definitely prefer the Genesis version. But if, if I have to listen to a cover, it's going to be that. Dog. Snoop Dogg Essentials will get me fucking going. I yeah, love I Snoop Dogg, but I never know which album to put on. Uh, covers are fucking weird sometimes, yep. man. Snoop like, Dogg I thought um, Opeth did a great job with a couple of their covers. Wood. When they did, yeah, Wood was fucking sweet. Yeah. Uh, I thought Between the Buried and Me did okay with some of their covers on their uh, Anatomy of record. Yeah, yeah. They did... Um, Blackened by Metallica. That was interesting. Mm-hmm. They did some cool songs on there. Some Pink Floyd songs and shit. I like... But covers are always weird to me. Especially when you're an established band. Yeah. Like, as as much as I like Tommy as a singer, uh... It's not the you, same. Don't, don't do Bohemian Rhapsody. Just, just don't do it. For who? You can't... Uh, it's rough to do Bohemian Rhapsody because it's fucking... Between quick. the Bird and Me did it. And the Anatomy of, right? Yeah. No, it wasn't on Anatomy. It wasn't. It, it was never released. I thought it was. No, they uh, never released it. See, I like the Anatomy. They've only played it live. It was never on the Cause, Anatomy. Cause I have the. I, anatomy. I know that I. I, I have it too. I don't remember. Listen to the. There's audio a recorded version. There's a recorded version, but it wasn't really released. You want to hand me the? BD? Although they might have, I think what they did was they released it on like a. Uh, when you bought, like, a VIP for one of their shows, they gave it to you, and, like, an EP or something like that. But they never released it. It wasn't on the Anatomy of. No, it wasn't. I don't they did, what they did from Queen was Bicycle Race. Yeah. Which was good. I thought they did yeah, good on that. Yeah, that was Not pretty exactly. good. 
<laughs> I'm talking to myself. <laughs> I listen to I listen to Colors. I listen to that one. Uh, colors. The touring Colors that one was really good. That was the one I that you told to me to listen to because I asked you which one. I want to go see them again because they're doing Colors. Uh, fucking awesome. But I, I, need, I need to see the Deer Hunter live because that that's that's such a huge band for me. Mm-hmm. Like every single album, like they're always like. Change, it's one of those bands where they definitely have changed over time, but they're always, like, putting in these, like, little, like, motifs or, like, things that, like, bring back songs from previous albums. And, like, Act 5, I think, like, legitimately, like, 30 minutes of it has parts that are recycled from the previous albums. And it's so well done. I've never listened to them. What album should I start with? Um, I would say start with, like, I, I think they really, like, sort of got, like, solidified themselves as a band in, like, Act 3. See, I don't, I, I've so never... So I would do Act 3, 4, and 5. I haven't listened to order. a full album all the way through. Mm. I've just gone, like, bits and pieces here and there. You should. You should absolutely listen to it. Like, I, I know that there's a YouTube video that puts all five acts in a row. Act three? Huh. What's the actual... Is it just called Act three? Yeah. The Deer Hunter? Yes. Okay, because I only typed in Deer D-E-A-R. Hunter. D-E-A-R. D- oh. Yeah. There we go. I typed in Deer Hunter. <laughs> it like a country <laughs> yeah, band. That, yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, this country band's really evolved. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What's act, what's act 3 called? Is it just Act 3? Uh, is it Migrant? No. Act uh, 3, The Reckoning. Black, <laughs> Blue. Act 3, Electric Boogaloo. The Color Spectrum. Because <laughs> all that's on you... Oh, here it is. Act 3, Life and Death. Yeah, Life and Death. Sweet, I'll check them out. Um, stand-up comedy. Brian and I went and saw... <laughs> <laughs> like you say that like we had like a bullet topic. <laughs> <laughs> no, I saw Doug Stanhope on my uh, thing. Oh, okay. And we, Ryan and I, went and saw Doug Stanhope July fifth, July third, yeah, something like that. It was, it was either the day before or the day after Independence Day. Because I spent my Independence Day one or the other drinking alone. But we saw Doug Stanhope, and uh, fitting for drinking alone. I wish I, I... I'm glad I drank at the show. I wish I stopped drinking at the show. Because I only remember, like, the first half of his set. Mm. But it was a good show. Yeah. I, I know I laughed. Sure. I know we laughed throughout, like, the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, we don't know. Are you into Doug Stanhope at all, Seth? Yeah. Yeah, you watched, he's fucking great. Which uh, specials have you watched? I have watched pretty much all of them, I think. you seen the ones on YouTube? That's the only place that you can see them, I think. Word I don't think mouth. there's anything on Netflix. There's only one on Netflix. It's Beer Hall Push. It's the one about Jake LaMotta. Oh, maybe I haven't seen that one. That one's hilarious. Watch that one. Uh, word of Mouth is my favorite. But uh, Oh, wait, yeah, I think you're right. There is one on Netflix. There's a lot of... Most of them are on Netflix. But there's... Oh, wait, no. Most of them are no, on YouTube. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say. I tried to watch them on Netflix before. Uh... I'm only saying this because I just remember Tom Segura is in Albany next week. He it's is? already sold out, which sucks. I was watching uh, the Your Mom's House podcast, and he was talking about how he was in Albany 
uh, for for two shows on the twenty seventh, but they're already sold out. Oh my god, but, dude! Uh, oh my god, dude! I have to see him. Yeah, dude, was, him and Bill Burr, I have to fucking yeah. see. Uh, I definitely want to see either of those two, and I really want to see. I'd like to see Rogan too. He's he's gotten a lot better. Joe Rogan, yeah, I'd Ro- like to see Joe Rogan's Rogan. gotten way better. Um, I'd really like to see Anthony Jeselnik because he's under the radar now. Now that he's independent, mm-hmm. he's he has his he puts a special, or he has a special on Netflix, and the other two specials you can only buy off of his website. But ever since Comedy Central gave him the boot, you don't hear about him anymore. Yeah, and uh, I'd like to see Jim Norton too. Jim Norton is phenomenal, and I would love to see him live. Mm-hmm. I love his voice. Yeah, his and his storytelling is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh. Like, speaking of Jim Norton, so I guess, like, he has, like, a podcast now with, like, Matt Sarah. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, like... I forget what it's fucking uh, called, but, uh... The Fighter and the Kid. No, no, that, that's, uh... That's... But that's, that's where Brendan I was going Schaub. with this. Brendan Schaub and, Schaub and, uh... and what's-his-face there? Uh, Callan. Callan. Brian Callan. Yeah. So, like, is that, like, this new thing now where they have, like, Fighters comedians kid. and, like, fighters doing I mean, kind of. I think Rogan was the bridge there. Yeah. I think that's what happened, was he kind of bridged it, like... I, I, I feel like that this might be a new trend that we see a lot of. Well, I think he's been doing the thing with Sarah for a while. Yeah. yeah. As far as I remember. But I never listened to it. You've seen... I've seen one of the Jim Norton episodes where they have Nancy Grace on there and she leaves 15 minutes into the podcast. Oh, I did see that. Yeah. You've seen, have you seen that, Brian? No, I haven't. It's fucking hilarious. Because they're being... They uh, were fucking... They were being critical, but that's what she signed up for. Yeah. They knew what yeah. questions that they were going to ask, and instead of answering them, she just went after them, as you would expect her to do. Yeah. Calling them idiots, saying that they're pandering and stuff like that. It was pretty then, straightforward what was going to happen. Yeah, and then by the end, it was Nancy Grace chewing them out while Jim and the other guy. <laughs> and then she, was, was, she just left. Yeah, but yeah, she looked at she looked at her producer, and uh, you know they just got up and left. And it's like, <sighs> fuck that. Like, why? <laughs> first of all, why did they have her on? Because they knew that that was going to happen pretty yeah. much. I mean, how could you have her on and fucking not do what you did? Yeah. Like, you, you can't do that. The best part, though, is that she wouldn't start doing the podcast until they they uh, did a promo for her book. They had to cut a promo for her book before she Jesus. would start talking. Speaking of uh, promos, um, John Cena and Roman Reigns. <laughs> <laughs> Just the master of segues This is right like now. a ju- topic jump. Like, literally, there's been like five topic jumps in like, Four minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we're not even on cheese yet, so. <laughs> no, uh. Just the kidding. lemon industry. The lemon industry. No, uh, stand up comedians. Doug Stanhope was, uh, the biggest stand up comedian I've seen in my life. Yeah. Actually, I think that was my first actual stand up spe- show I've seen in a comedy club. Yeah, that. Same for me. Like, I've, I've seen, seen people at open mics and seen people at bars and. Really? That was the first one? That was the very first, like, actual stand-up comedian. I saw comedian Frank Caliendo. That uh, actually seems like a good show. That's, That's pretty awesome. funny. I also saw Bill Cosby. Wow. Yeah. Was uh, that... Do you remember it? Yeah. That's good. See, yeah. look, I don't, even, I don't even know, like, what his comedy he was, was really a, like. He was at Turning Stone of, Casino. In terms of stand-up? It was all marriage, basically, is what oh. it's about. Like, he would know. Which, yeah, come on. 
He was he was a Huxtable, dude. Okay? He was a Huxtable. He was a family man. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I, no, I, was... I will never not laugh at the video about his drum? drum gig. That is legitimately, That's fucking cool. like, some of the funniest nine minutes of video. I don't think I've ever seen that. I've ever seen. We'll, we'll watch it after we're, we're done here. Okay. But hilarious. My favorite, hilarious. Uh, my, I think my favorite comedy bit of all time is... Uh, Dave Chappelle from Killing Me Softly, Killing Them Softly, mm. and it was about uh, why black guys have white friends. Uh, he was talking about how every every group of black friends has to have one white guy, and he explains the whole thing for like seven or eight minutes. Mm. And that that's uh, Dave Chappelle is a guy that I would like to see live, but I don't think he'd like to see me. <laughs> You're not. I'm not the performing though. So I'm not yeah, the kind of like, guy. I, I I sort of feel like, uh, in terms of that sort of like racial commentary in uh, like stand up, like one of my favorite bits is uh, Louis C.K.'s thing about being white. Yeah, and about how we can get into a time machine and go back to any time. <laughs> And no matter what, because he's white, it's... Oh, there's a table right here for yeah. you, sir. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I like, uh... But if you're black, anytime before 1980... No, 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 that's all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that one. Dude, he's got a new one out, too, the 2017 one. Yeah, that's that's really good. It was a little slow at the beginning, and then yeah. it got really good. So I haven't seen that one yet. I, the last... The most recent stand-up specials I've seen, I watch Ari Shafir's uh, two. Oh yeah, I just watched that one too. Those ones were really good. Uh, the one about the first, I mean, he had about, two of them. Yeah, he has. It's a two-parter. Yeah. The first one was really funny, and I, I think it was the first one, or might it was one of them where he talks about the, his friend that got pregnant from a Tinder date, and literally the entire special, he goes back to that point. Mm-hmm. He starts off, the first thing he talks about is this girl that he knows that got pregnant from a Tinder date, goes off on a rant, and then he goes, Tinder date, goes off on another rant, Tinder date, blah, 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 blah. It was really <laughs> funny and concise, and that's the sort of thing I like. That's why I like Jim Norton. Mm-hmm. Jim Norton's, Jim Norton is really, really good at uh, tying punchlines together. Coming he, back to And it. coming back to points, he can, like, I think it's, please be offended, he has a joke about, uh, because he lives in New York City, he has this joke about, you know, there was a rape suspect, and they described his outfit, but they didn't talk about if he was black or not. They only described his outfit. And then, he later in the special, he talks about how, uh, you know, there's the, the diehard Republican politicians think that every, even a rape baby is a gift from God, and that rape babies are delivered by God from men wearing red sweatshirts. <laughs> he goes saying like, you know, God wants women to be raped to get to get babies as a gift. So he just finds men in red sweatshirts to rape them. <laughs> but he does that throughout his specials and fucking Dave Chappelle did that in his about uh he rapes but he saves. I always like when they open with a joke and they kind of come back to it at the end. Yeah. Clear it out. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Uh, stand-up comedy was a big thing. It helped me a lot. And it's always nice. Even if a comedian, unless it's... And it's so easy to hate on this comedian. But it's Amy Schumer. 
But the problem is, I like Amy Schumer, but I didn't like this newest Amy Schumer thing. The mm. leather special. Didn't like it at all. Her, her older stuff is good. But I like going on Netflix, and when I'm bored, I like to watch a random stand-up special. I, I even like watching somebody that I've never heard of before. Ryan mm. Hussain has a couple of good ones on there. On yes, Netflix. he does. The Fartist. Yep. The only one, um, the only big uh, comedian I didn't like, there's two of them, actually. I didn't like Zach Galifianakis' special. And Which I didn't, one is, oh, that the one, that he's at the piano the whole fucking yeah. time. That one was alright. I didn't like... Is that an older one? Or yeah, I think it's a few years ago. Yeah, it's there. called Zach Galifianakis Live or something. Something super simple. The other guy, Ron Swanson. What the fuck is his name? Oh, yeah. I didn't like his special Nick at all. Offerman. Nick Offerman. Yeah, Offerman. I didn't mind that. It was a musical, but like... I didn't like the... It wasn't bad. The cuts yeah. to random skits. Every yeah. every joke yeah. in every I segment think, of the special had like a skit. Yeah, yeah. It. I think the... That uh, really takes you out of the moment. The stand-up yeah. itself was good, though. Yeah. He'd be. I, I would. I wouldn't mind seeing him live. That's Definitely, Ari Shafir's newest specials were really good. I'm excited to watch uh, Mama Jean's uh, special that comes out in October. Christina Pazitsky, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. Mother Inferior comes out. I think like October seventh. I don't listen to their podcast enough because they don't have it set up the way Rogan does, where you can download it ahead of time. That's what I usually do: is download it ahead of time, mm. so I don't have to. Like, stream it with my data. So... You, you can't get the, uh... There's the, a SoundCloud... The Wi-Fi? I don't like think the, so. The, the downtown Wi-Fi from the theater? Wi-Fi maybe, the theater. Maybe you can. They don't have it in the theater. Don't have, that's I thought... I, I would have thought it would reach there, but... Wait, what do you mean downtown Wi-Fi? Uh... Apparently there's a new thing that where there you, yeah. you have... There's just a Wi-Fi... There's a Wi-Fi... Hot, there's Wi-Fi hotspots all across uh, West First Street. Really? Yeah. I've never even heard of that. Yeah, uh, it, was a, it was a new thing, like, as of, like, last year, they put it in to try to draw more people to the downtown areas. Downtown. Just for Pokemon money. Go, basically. Yeah. It's probably well, a yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's probably why our mayor did that. Um, yeah. he's, he's big into it, so. He's big into living at home, still, and, as a mayor. And he's big into underage girls, and so. making fun of retarded you know. people. Yes, all of those things. Not that I'm against it, but it, like he's, he's a mayor. Yeah. We were talking about cheese. No, we weren't talking about cheese. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about stand-up. We were talking about stand-up comedians and how you want Christina Pazitsky. You oh, want, okay, you yeah, want, you want yeah, the, yeah. your mom's house I just I can't, uh, I can't listen to it because I'd have to stream it through my 4G. And I don't want to use all my fucking data. Because mm-hmm. like, I, I don't have literally unlimited. Oh, like, it, when, you, when you get to a certain slows point, you down. it slows down. So, what do you have, it's, AT&T? No, I just use Straight Talk, which I guess is straight AT&T, basically. See, what I do is, if I know I'm, like, I just spend, I think it's like 10 bucks and I get 2 gigs added on for the month. Mm. And then if I don't use it, it carries over, or whatever. If I if I work a lot of overtime and I have the money, I buy, like, 6 gigs extra, mm. and then I just have, like, 6 extra gigabytes of data. Yeah. But it's mostly because, like, at work, we have uh, the Oswego Health... Wi-Fi throughout the whole building, and even outside, but at home, the Wi-Fi is awful. <laughs> like, I don't get Wi-Fi in my bedroom. Nice. You should See, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't think that podcasts would really be out that much. No. So when I was listening to the Sleepy Cabin, Sleepy Cast, uh, it can't be that much. Probably not, but like, I think also another problem I had was that I, it's through SoundCloud, so like, on their website, you have to go to their website 
and play it in the browser. And it was just like unstable, kind of. It's on YouTube, though. Well, that could be. But I can't that listen could be to like it on your your oh, yeah. YouTube. That could be like a. It sounds like a, you like a your your phone refreshing your connection to something. Maybe. Because like I, I know I, like when I when I'm at work like sometimes like I'll I'll bring up like a like a YouTube video and that will like cut. I mean, and then can you bounce back in? Can you maybe download it from SoundCloud? Like if I had the app, maybe I could download it through SoundCloud. Maybe. Fuck. What? What? No, the Rams are playing the 49ers. I forgot to set my fucking pool picks in fantasy football. Oh. <laughs> You're fucking shot. That's a ball game, dude. You lost. Yep, and the I fucking played the Rams defense, and Carlos Hyde has 22 points against me right now, so I'm getting fucking dicked. Playing against my least favorite person in the fucking fantasy league. Dude, like, what the fuck? What is it? That's the Thursday night game, so who the fuck is watching that? Rams and who? San Francisco. Yeah, who the and the Rams are winning forty-one to thirty-nine with two minutes left. Jesus, that's higher scoring than I thought it'd be. Yep. Yeah. Who the fuck is watching Rams Forty Niners? Jared Goff. Jared Goff has three hundred yards and three touchdowns. Dude, he's going ham. Todd Gurley has ninety yards and two touchdowns, and a receiving touchdown. Jesus, he has thirty fucking fantasy. Dude, Todd Gurley is about to be the goat. He's about to be the new David Johnson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Motherfuckers. To my fan, I already gave up on my fucking fantasy team this year. I, I drafted CJ Anderson, who's killing it, but my next two running backs were Adrian Peterson and Eddie Lacy. And Eddie Lacy is a healthy scratch, dude. and Adrian Peterson. Those are fucking up in the air. See, the problem is, though, is I have Doug Martin. I got Doug Martin because he, he was suspended, or he is suspended, so he was wicked low on everybody else's draft sheets. But he was up top and highlighted on mine because he's suspended and they put in his actual yeah. grade. Yeah. So I got Doug Martin in like the 13th or 14th round. But I just have to make sure I'm not 1 and 4 by week 6. <laughs> like, I have to at least be 500. I am 2 and 0 in my league, so. Oh, I actually have a pretty solid team this year. I'm fucking sick of it because it's $150 buy in, so I. I have Carlos Hyde in my Yahoo! League, too. Did you start him? You should have. I did. In my dad's league. Uh, I have fucking... I have McCoy and Marshawn Lynch. You have Colt McCoy? No. <laughs> LaShawn McCoy and Marshawn Lynch in my my league. And I have Jonathan Stewart in the flex. So I have some... Decent running backs. See, the thing is, like my my running backs are awful. But whatever, my... whatever happened to John Stewart? Not the, the, the Daily Show. The <laughs> Daily Show ended, and he went to the Panthers. <laughs> um, Dude, he's killing him. The Panthers. <laughs> my receivers, though, are fucking loaded. I have five receivers. I have DeAndre Hopkins, Dez, Randall Cobb, Odell Beckham, and Mike Wallace. Like Mike Wallace is my number five receiver. But the problem is, you can only start three at once. So yeah, if I could start, if I could start, you could start two. Well, sometimes you can start three, and then there's a flex. No, we can do two receivers, and the third one's the flex. See, I always put a running back in there if I have a good one or a decent one. Because you're gonna, chances are you're gonna many of those. I mean, I don't know. Chances are you are probably gonna get more from a running back. I mean, as long just as, by volume. Man. As long as yeah. As long as they're a starter or at least a number two. Like, Jonathan Stewart's not a number one. 
Not anymore. Who else do they have? They got a couple running backs. I have, they only, it's Stuart McCaffrey. But Christian McCaffrey is average so far. They use him more as like a Danny Woodhead, Darren Sproles kind of fucking guy. Mm. Jonathan Stewart is still like the up the middle back. Yeah. The fucking vulture. Yeah, he's solid and flex. Whatever happened, remember when it was... They had the... <laughs> they had the uh, ESPN, like, E60, about how D'Angelo Williams and Jonathan Stewart were going to dominate the league for years to come. And all of a sudden, D'Angelo Williams doesn't play football anymore. Like, he's yeah. like the third <laughs> string on Pittsburgh. And now Jonathan... St- and Jonathan Stewart's still Jonathan Stewart. Like, he's... Yeah. Uh, he's like... Oh, yeah, he's so like, he's, like a, he's always been, like, sl- like pretty above average, like a stalwart above average guy. Yeah. Like, you don't, you wouldn't want Jonathan Stewart to be Dude, the best just, player on your offense? It, there's so much that depends on your fucking offensive line, too, though. Right? Like, dude, you could be, like, a middle-of-the-pack, li- like, running back and end up being the fucking GOAT because you have a great offensive line that opens holes for you on every Is that an pack. Emmett Smith joke? I mean... Because <laughs> it shouldn't be, but I'm not going to get into that right now. Be. But, um, you know, I like I think Dallas has a really great offensive line, so they can put in guys that are, like, good running backs, but not fucking great running not, backs. But not really. Because they tried that with Alfred Morris. But they still... McFadden. I think they still open holes enough to the point where they're above average in the running game. Alf, Alfred Morris I mean, only thir- averaged like three yards per carry last year, and McFadden got. Yeah, but Alfred Morris isn't that fucking great. He was. He not had like now, he he had, not no, but he should be because he has the line. I thought he has the offensive line. He should. Yeah, but be how old is Alfred Morris? <laughs> he's young. He's only like twenty six or twenty seven. I feel like he's been around for a while. <laughs> he's only been in the league for like four or five years. He did a rookie deal with Washington and went to Dallas. Yeah, he only played with Washington for like three years. Really? Yeah. Darren McFadden is older than Alfred Morris is. Darren McFadden isn't even 30 yet. He's only 29. He seems like he's been in the league for a while, too. Right? I remember the Cowboys were going to draft Darren McFadden, and they drafted Felix Jones instead. That worked out well. And there's a lot of guys (laughs) that just fucking disappear. And then you hear their name, like, years later, and it's like, holy shit, I forgot he was even in the league. Yeah, Morris is 27. Which I guess is old for running back, but... Yeah, yeah running like, back, yeah. Cadillac Williams. Tatum Bell. Deuce Staley. Yeah. Arian Foster. Deuce Staley, Jesus Christ. Right? I'm on green. Arian Foster wasn't that long ago. No, it was last year. That was literally... <laughs> Zero years Fucking ago. Thomas Jones. Remember Thomas Jones and Julius Jones? Remember Corey, Chad Ochocinco? Remember Corey Dillon? <laughs> what about that one guy on... He had the dreads for the Patriots. Lawrence Maroney. Remember him? When they won against the Eagles, they had Lawrence Maroney. Or Larry Maroney. Lawrence Maroney. Something with an L. Yeah. Al Maroney. Al. <laughs> Al Maroney. Al Maroney. Al Maroney. Al Maroney. Al- <laughs> Got him. <laughs> John Depp. <laughs> um, nah, it's just... The lemon industry, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Can't even remember that right now. Well, yeah. Anyway. Who was that one running back the Broncos had that played? Monty Ball. Remember him? And then they had Ronnie Hillman. Ron, okay. 
Ronnie Hillman was a decent running back for the Broncos for like two or three years. I thought Monty Ball was like relatively young, wasn't he? Yeah, he got a DWI and they got rid of him. Jeez. He's in rehab. Rip. Well, Ronnie Hillman was the one-two punch with C.J. Anderson, and Ronnie Hillman was so bad he got cut from Dallas. That's pretty bad, dude. Isn't it? Jeez. How do you get cut from the Cowboys? A a DWI, and he's he's kicked out of the league. No, that was Ball. That was Monty Ball. Ronnie Hillman was okay. Ronnie Hillman was just... He he just isn't good anymore. But (laughs) Monty Ball was the one that got the DWI. Oh, well, I, but isn't it crazy? I, 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 was, that I was just going to make a comment about John domestic Jones. violence. Oh, <laughs> was it Ricky Williams that was a, the weed guy? Yeah, he went to Tibet for like years. They're like, oh, we caught you like with weed like five times. Why are you still in the league? First of all, oh, you mean Le'Veon Bell? <laughs> what? Wait, did Le'Veon Bell get caught with it too? Maybe. Yeah, he definitely. That was Ricky Williams. I thought it was. Well, maybe Josh Gordon. Wasn't it? Wasn't it? Uh, it was Miami, Ricky, Ricky, Miami. It was Ricky Williams because yeah. he played for the Saints too, and then he went to Miami. Got hooked on the ganja. Remember, do you, you probably don't remember him, but Sam Hurd. He was the Cowboys' number two receiver, and then he went to Chicago. And while he was moving into his new apartment, they caught him with like eighty pounds of weed or something like that. Jesus, that's a good amount of weed. Well, they caught Zach. Well, Randolph, no wonder too. they caught him. Like that's a that's it's way too pounds. much. That's way too much for him to be carrying. Yes, yeah. it's like a it's like a mattress. <laughs> <laughs> it is like a mattress. <laughs> what is he carrying that shit in? Mattresses? <laughs> <laughs> Probably mattresses, realistically. <laughs> He's just carrying mattresses around. <laughs> um, Brings his own mattress to every hotel. <laughs> Trust me, I need it. <laughs> Josh Gordon might be I getting the it, It's therapeutic. Yeah. Wow. It's for my, it's for it's my a- fibromyalgia. It's a sleep number. It's for my cat. <laughs> it's got my sleep number. Oh my lord! I'm getting to the point now where there's so much uh, there's so much political activism attached to sports that I don't even I I I get annoyed when I watch sports nowadays. I think people just like they they want to use the platform, which I understand. Yeah, but exactly. like they, they, I just want to watch football. I just yeah, give me give me two hours out of my week to not pretend to give a shit. I just don't Dude. watch the fucking game until it starts. Yeah. Game pass. You get watch, the short games, the right? But even why would I want to do that when I can just look at the scores? I still want to watch it live. Yeah. You well. Okay. Yeah, it's not live. Yeah. Like that's why I like NFL Red Zone. I just don't. Uh, like I said, I just don't. I'm not going to tune in until kickoff because all the shit before it is just drama. Yep. Yeah. Apparently they're trying to do a uh, social equality month for the NFL. Where all the donations go to raising social awareness. As if we don't have Facebook, Twitter, and CNN, and Fox, and NBC about that. How fucked up shit is already. Yeah, but we talked about this the other night. About how everything is just a... Uh, echo chamber. Yeah. Well, that's that's Facebook. That's social media. Because you, you follow or like the things that... But even then, you, you're going to have people on your Facebook feed that are going to be against you. I know that first. Well, Most not people every, don't not agree everyone. with me. 
a lot of people will, you know, unfollow those people that they don't want to see. I mean, like, I have now, think, but think now it's think just about how I many, only see myself. Think about how many see. people have unfollowed you or <laughs> gotten rid of you from their Facebook. I, it can't be a lot because I still have like thirteen or fourteen hundred friends on Facebook. So I don't know who is. I mean, it doesn't yeah, tell you who's you, on. You can unfollow someone and not. Yeah, I know that, yeah, but I'm, you not. said unfriend. Like, I don't know who's unfollowing me. There's so many people, like random ass people, that still fucking comment on my shit that I don't know. Yeah. But I'm not trying to say don't be social equality. Just do fucking something else. Like, don't fucking intrude on shit that people are trying to enjoy just to bring us down. It's fucking annoying. I don't yeah, like that's being... the whole thing is, like, Sunday, like, we just want to fucking have our Sunday be watching football. Yes. Not fucking, like, being concerned with, like, other people. Police brutality. Fucking... Yes. I donate to the Red Cross, leave me the fuck alone. Like, it'd be fine if I could put in my... I'm not a... to the Red Cross. It'd be though. fine if I could put in my DirecTV, I'll, I'll email them a receipt of my donations to charities, be like, look, leave me the I fuck hear... alone. I hear the Red Cross is shit. I don't fucking know. I sell my money somewhere. <laughs> the fucking... I, I just kicked that, it so just, I moved it back. It bother it bothers me how I hear that. I, well, I just hear the Red Cross is like they don't they don't really tell you where your money's going and shit. No, it's probably going yeah. to the advertisements. Honestly, they take a lot of the like a good percentage to yeah. themselves. Which like what they should do is when when you donate, they should email you or send you something that gives you a percent like what percentage of it is going to what. Just don't do it on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, just don't do it on Sunday. <laughs> it's well, like I, I feel like uh, what once your like organization gets to that size, there's no way to. that everything is going to the cause. Like yeah. you have too many people that there's you've had to of... hire on in order to yeah uphold those things. But like the people that are the CEOs of those should not be making exactly more than and there's other organizations you know, their lowest member. But there's other like the places Susan, you can donate. Susan yeah. G. Komen was the one that got caught. That's breast cancer. All yeah, the uh, they got caught because like it was like one percent of all donations were going towards breast cancer, and even then those donations were only going towards mastectomies. Mastectomies. When they cut your tits off. <laughs> yeah. Whatever the fuck that's called. Oh, oh, Jesus. But the rest of the money was going that's straight into their fucking pockets. That's one of those things you don't want to happen. Is your tits being cut off? <laughs> yeah. Well, like, uh... I feel like... <laughs> remember when remember when the Ray Rice thing happened and every game there was the commercial that was no more? And it was NFL players saying no more domestic violence and it was oh, every yeah, time? Yeah. And it's like, I don't think you need to tell us to stop. You gotta tell him to stop. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> I think most people know domestic violence is bad. It's just a lot of people are just yeah, gonna do it Yeah, but there's some anyway. back and forth before... <laughs> Like, you're, you're saying no more domestic violence, but then you're advertising... To say there beer. is no reason to hit a woman. <laughs> <laughs> really? I could give you, like, six right off the top of my head. <laughs> like, don't... Dude, his bit is so good about that, dude. It's don't, so true. Don't encourage rational thought and then promote alcohol within the same five minutes. Yep. High school domestic violence here! <laughs> Like, that's what it turns into. It's just, it's so fucking, it's mental. Like, <laughs> there was one of the, one of the stadiums is average, well, it wasn't, it was basketball. But the Houston Rockets, every home game in the playoffs, they were doing $1 beers. And then they were also, you know, don't, 
beat your kids or your, your wife. <laughs> but make sure you show up at home at one in the morning, wicked loud and drunk, in Houston. I mean, that's the way to do it. If you're going to do it anyway. <laughs> do it on Bud Light. Do it. On Go Bud hard, Light. dude. Get high, get high <laughs> off Bud Light. Well, we're two hours in, so... You guys want only two? Here's, here's two hours in. Here's two another two. Is it almost midnight already? It's almost midnight. Right Jesus now. fucking Christ! On the East Coast. <laughs> Last time I looked at my phone, it was like eleven o ten. Eleven o ten. Book it. <laughs> so yeah, that was solid. We went really well, and then I started bitching about social justice as usual. Yeah, it's always gonna come back to social justice. Yep. Get used to it. Um. Yeah, that's it. That thanks, fun. thanks for tuning in. Thank you for listening. If you're still listening, they're probably not. Probably I'm sure somebody's rates. out there listening right now. We should just start doing them live. No chance. <laughs> like we we just rent like a place, <laughs> and then there's seats. <laughs> <laughs> well, like live, like a show. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I thought you meant like live no, cast. No, that's not what he meant at all. <laughs> Well, totally not what he meant. I'll take this uh, this this dark amber shot of whiskey to the to, to a toast to the first ever episode of the Clear Shots podcast. <laughs> Don't give them clear shots. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back the next time. <laughs>